You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Tell oh. Oh, hello. Just jumping right in. That's there. our hello. Hello, internet. That's oh, a good one. <laughs> Shit, already. Fuck, it's good energy. <laughs> wow. La la la. La 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 la. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. <laughs> Find, Find the show, show on places. <laughs> SoundCloud, not Apple Podcast, Stitcher, <laughs> not Stitcher, no, definitely Stitcher. Shit. Go to Stitcher and look for it. It's there. I promise. We're the only ones left. That's not a good look. No, it's not uh, really. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Tyler and Dave and Ian play old games. We got another old dude on here too. Welcome back, John Turley. What's up? How's it going? You heard we were talking about true lies. I did. You had to jump in. of lies. Yeah. A, a little co-host told me about uh, watching, or you guys playing true lies, and I was like, I love that movie. I know nothing about the game. So this will be uh, educational. There's it's a throwback. It's, it's to the old episodes that you were on. <laughs> Were you yeah. the audience yeah. surrogate? Yeah, exactly. come on. Oh, like, what the fuck is I this mean, about? It's not really a new thing. It's oh, kind of so like mean, every single time thing. I'm on. I like it. <laughs> so, your, what is a true lie exactly? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of an oxymoron. Well, before we dive into what the movie and the game, I'm excited. What the hell have you guys been up to this week? Been beating my Steam Deck around by the head and neck until I got it to submit. Fortunately, Dave and I prevailed last night. He came to my house. Yeah, I got involved in the deck beating. <laughs> Man, I do like a Dave, good deck beating. Dave came to my house and beat my deck. Like it owed you money. <laughs> and it finally came in. <laughs> it did. It did. So what was, what was wrong? What were <laughs> nothing, you it for? Nothing was wrong with the deck. It was the... I've heard it's a perfectly it's, nice deck. It's wonderful. It's, it's, it's average. It's, it's average. It's just My the, wife says it's huge. It's just the right size deck. My he does have truck nuts on his Steam Deck. Yeah, they dangle. Yeah. yeah but... That would I, be a good controller. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can we make those? Like Tad Pog brand like Steam Deck <laughs> truck nuts? Flick it. With three balls. Chato, are you listening? <laughs> Chato, hey, are you listening? <laughs> truck truck nuts Pog, controller. Tad Pog Steam Deck truck nuts. <laughs> Trademark. Tad Pog. Highest quality out there. <laughs> at least. Spare no expense. <laughs> at, least a, at least a skin for the deck. That looks like nuts. I'm okay with that, <laughs> like but I really want skin. I really want the hangers. Oh yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I want to dip them into a Pringles can. <laughs> then I never want people on the plane to be like, "What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> they will look at it and think, "Well, it looks like nuts, but that can't be." There's no way it those is. are nuts. There's no way those are nuts. What the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> you want to touch them, baby? <laughs> 
Come on over here, sit down. I'll let you <laughs> let you hold them. I'll let you cup them right in your palm, baby. I throw them over my shoulder and I'm playing. <laughs> See, I'm just thinking about Sasha Baron Cohen when he was on oh. Eastbound and Down. Yeah. <laughs> just taking his dick out for the stewardess. <laughs> yeah. I want to, maybe that we could make them to be like Stretch Armstrong so they could be stretched oh, like and that. slung over your shoulder. Oh, I love that. And then they will creep back to normal when shape like real nuts. <laughs> <laughs> This is the veiniest controller I've ever used. Did you see that guy's balls? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were, they were weird, weird looking. <laughs> Happy Gilmore or is that Billy Madison? Billy Madison, right? Yes. So it was, I, I'm trying to set up the emulation software that I used to play ah. the games for the show and everything else. And, it just was being stubborn, and I don't know what I did. I probably did something wrong, but anyway, they came over. We watched True Lies, and I. Oh, you watched True Lies. Uh, we watched yes, True nice. Lies, and I took the I took his files that matched the ones I needed. I copied his over to mine, and then magically, ah. it all just started to work. So, nice. it has been beaten into submission, and now it is. I am happy. We did it. But aside from watching True Lies and fixing my Steam Deck emulation software. I did watch a couple of things, although I'm still a little behind on Demon Slayer because I've been getting distracted by other things. Well, the next arc comes out in, what, 2026, 2027? What? See that? Yeah, it's going to be a bit. Yeah, it's like a long time. Hey, that's great. I love it. I mean, I hate that for people who are, like, itching for I know it. I'm going to be there. But... Yeah. It's great for me, who's like, I want to watch this and haven't started yet. <laughs> Maybe between now and 2027, yep. I can watch it. That. It does not take long to get through it, honestly. The episodes are short. You know, they're half-hour episodes with, you know, like they, the same thing I was saying about My Hero, uh-huh. where it's got, you know, an opening sequence that's like three minutes long and then an ending sequence that's like four minutes long. Right. So, Episodes are not hard to get through, and it's been really great, though. It's it's really a great show. I hear it's great. Um, so it's kind of the episodes are kind of like a thirty minute TV show back in the day when you had commercials. Pretty much, and it was like twenty two minutes 22 of actual. Pretty show. much, yeah. That's a good. That's a good way of putting it. It's like watching a, a sitcom on network television. So the you get about the same amount of not content. I'd watch the shit out of Cheers the anime. Like Ooh, yeah. I'd watch the shit out of that. Norm-san! Norm-san! <laughs> Co- Coach Sama. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> watch the shit out of that. It would be amazing. <laughs> I'd watch I'd also I know they've done like the, the just, I'm just what's your uh what's your name? What's the blonde girl? Diane. Diane. Diane just constantly with Sam just spock up. But I would I know they've done the Star Wars animation, but I would legitimately love to watch like an anime adaptation, like movie adaptations. Oh, you mean visions. So like yeah. you want like I, a you want like I want the movies redone. The movies redone. <laughs> I do in too. like anime style. Yeah. In oh, the, that would be awesome. Choose a style from episodes of visions that you've seen. Oh yeah, that'd be great. I'd like to see thing. Studio Triggers. Yeah, for sure. Because that would be batshit insane. It would be, It'd be crazy. a different movie. <laughs> but yes, no, I'm with you. That needs to happen because I love Visions a lot, and yeah. there's a lot. It's a lot of really cool stories that happen in that show. 
Uh, but yes, a redoing of the. I mean, if he was willing to fuck him up the first time, why don't yeah. we just fucking? <laughs> yeah, it don't matter. Animated. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter like, anymore. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but what I did watch this week, uh, as you all know, I am quite fond of the show. It comes on Shutter every week in the summer called The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. And I don't know if I've gotten in. Basically, he and his co-host, Darcy, who is known as Diana Prince on other websites, if you're interested in... <laughs> you said that in a way that I feel like I need to Google it. <laughs> Her. And, 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 Diana, and Diana Prince is the name of Wonder Woman's alter ego, if so... Take that for what you will. Anywho, uh, he hosts the th- and it's and he's the whole studio. The set is like he's sitting at a drive-in outside a trailer. Uh, you know, it's all indoors, but it's like all his shit is strung everywhere. He's got a fish tank with a lizard in it, and he's this guy that just he's an older dude. He's and he wears a bolo tie, uh, but he's been around forever. He used to have a show on USA Network called Monster Vision. And it was kind of. Do y'all remember um, "Up All Night" with Rhonda Shear? I do. Up, up all, all night. night. Yep. That's right. His show was kind of like that. He would get on there and have um, B movies, and then instead of commercials, well, they had commercials, but on Shutter now, instead of commercials, uh, he breaks in and into the movie at period periods and comments on it and things of that nature. So anyway, you might like the McElroys second game that they do in the adventure zone where their dad, you know, their dad plays with them and their dad plays essentially that character or his, his character has a show where he shows horror B horror movies at midnight. That's oh, like yeah. he owns a, his character owns a zoological museum. Oh, I would love that. So it's actually, yeah, I'm going to check that out. <laughs> um, yeah, that's Diana Prince that her name is Darcy, the male girl on, on Joe Bob, but anyway, he picks usually B movies to watch. Um, some are well known, some are not. Anywho, um, this past week they had a tribute to animation, and this is, as far as I know, has never been done. The first movie was a movie called Mad God. Uh, it was a stop motion animation movie done by Phil Tippett. And if you act like you don't know who Phil Tippett is, that's okay because you actually do know who he is. Uh, because he is responsible for literally every piece of stop motion you have seen in a major motion picture since 1975, including but not limited to Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Starship Troopers, you name it. If it has stop motion animation in it at all, he has probably been involved. Do you know, random question, do you know if he worked on Jurassic Park at all? Yes, he did. Because Okay, so it was him. Because I've heard the story of like, because that was a huge, Jurassic Park was like a huge landmark for uh, CG. Yes. Oh, and yeah. I remember like someone was brought on who was really good at stop motion, which is Phil Tippett. It's him. And uh, they were like, ah, how can we translate stop motion? How can we like bridge this gap. So like he helped yes. bridge the gap that was used oh. for it. Cause he's like, well, this is how I would do it if it were stop motion. And then, so he worked with the, he did with nice. the uh, animators. And this yeah. guy is a genius. He is brilliant. And, and he had started this project, mad God, basically about this. It's an entirely stop. Mo- well, I won't say entirely, but it's like 90% stop motion animation movie where a character 
by the name of the assassin is sent down to hell by an angry God to slay Satan. And his journey through hell is a gross, <laughs> disgusting, and horrifying one. And it sounds rad. There's as fuck. lots of squelching <laughs> noises and lots <clears throat> of slimy things. I personally did not care for the movie. It's just not my style, but I cannot deny its brilliance. It is technically one of the most unbelievable stop motion animation things I've ever seen in my life. He brought now this project, he worked on it for a while, then stopped, and then he came back to it as a solo project, but he brought in a bunch of interns uh, to help him work on it and to help give them experience in the field. And so essentially they received this as training. I give it two and a half stars. Check it out. was not say says check it out. I, I I'm recommend the trailer it right now for the just the simply the fact it, you might like the movie again. It just wasn't my style yeah, of movie. Right. Even if you don't like it, you, you still cannot, have to respect it. Cannot not respect. What it, what about it? Didn't you like? I just don't get into real dark. Uh, there's a lot of like repetitive noises, and that that bothers me. Yeah, I have a real bad problem with like repetitive noises, uh, like baby crying in the background for like a good five minutes or yeah, just cr creepy scrunchy little it's mostly so max Payne next week i love max Payne though that was a great game <laughs> but that fucking level yeah that oh, level everybody the knows crying, the fucking and level it's like yeah. oh cool i'm falling on i'm stepping into abyss every other second yeah and, yeah this that shit was fantastic. rough so, i mean this guy sounds, sounds like pretty good you're cranking the gamma on your monitor the real all king the way. of stop motion <laughs> is a little-known guy named Ben Wyatt. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen Ben Wyatt's work. I have not. I have yeah, not. he was he was on Star Trek. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> I was like Ben Wyatt. That sounds really familiar. <laughs> ah, right, Parks and Rec. Okay, he was the Defiant Helmsman, by the way. Just so you yes. know, in Generations, <laughs> Defiant uh, Helmsman. That's what he's credited as. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so anyway. Two and a half stars. We didn't say says so check it out. I do want you. I do want you guys to watch some of it and let me know what you think. Dude, that trail. I'm gonna watch it after a, watching that it's trailer. Gonna be, it's on Shutter right now. If okay. you have it, if you don't, you can get a seven day free trial and watch Shutter or watch it on Shutter. However, uh, also on the last drive in, as is tradition at most drive ins, Joe Bob shows two movies every week. And after the first movie was over, the Mad God on this episode, and you can catch this episode of Joe Bob. Because um, that, that dude is really smart, and he knows his content, and he knows his movies, and he knows what the fuck is up. When he comes in to talk, sometimes it's just gibberish. Sometimes it's kind of just him rambling. But he knows what he's talking about when it comes to these movies. He'll always have some interesting fact or some interesting thing. He actually has Phil Tippett on the show cool. to discuss the, the movie Mad God and how it came together and all the stuff so if you watch it and you and you if you got shutter you can tune in and watch that episode of last drive-in and catch it and also the second movie is where i usually fall off usually the second movie is some garbage movie that's also on shutter that they just show to kill time yada 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 i don't know this time however it was different this time they showed a little thing called perfect blue which is a classic anime. I've heard of it. <laughs> from 19, from 1997. I haven't seen it. 
It's one of those that real hardcore anime weebs are going to tell you, uh, you have to see Akira, you have to see Perfect Blue. Um, I loved this movie. Uh, I, I was, it had a, it was really well done. It was, the story was phenomenal. I, I, the, it had a really nice plot. Uh, it basically is a, a story about a Japanese idol girl that's part of a group that breaks away from it to pursue a solo career as an actress. And in the process of this, now it sounded like a beer opening. Did I hear a beer <laughs> opening. Somewhere? Nah, nah, that was something else. Oh, I hit a sure. button on the soundboard of the beer opening button. That ball's smacked together. That's what it sounds like. Well, we need to call John instead of having that button on the soundboard. We just call John anytime we need that. We do we need to do that. We need you to I, open I, the beer I'm, for us, please. I'm good for it. <laughs> so she she goes off to become an actress, but has doubts about herself. And what's really neat, and remember, this movie was made in 1997. The guy that wrote it, the story focuses around a cyber stalker and on the internet. And so when she gets leaves the band and starts to be out on her own as an actress, she's, there's this blog, this webpage that comes up that's called uh, Mimo, Mima's House or Mima's Room. And it's written as if she wrote it, and there's all these uh, pictures of her like going into the store or walking into a public restroom. There's someone stalking her and then posting it on the internet and talking about how I never I I am I am the real Mimo. I never meant to leave the band. So she's got a cyber stalker. And this is 1997. That concept hadn't even come out yet. This guy had already foreseen that this kind of thing was going to be a problem. Uh, and, he, and he hits the nail right on the head with how that shit works. Um, and then it just sort of follows the story. The people that are involved in her career change uh, start ending up dead. Then you start questioning who's really the killer. And I, I was going into this thinking, well, I'm going to watch it just out of just as an act of contrition, you know, just to say, I know I've always heard I needed to see this movie, so I'm going to fucking just sit through it and hope for the best. And boy, did I get it. I absolutely loved this movie. So if you're into anime at all, or really even if you're not, because it's really not, it's not like crazy. You don't have to be a super an anime super fan to enjoy this movie. That's just how well it's done. It is on Shudder as well. It's subtitles. There's no dubs on this one. But wow. um, yeah, you, oddly you enough, you really liked it. Oh, I did. Yeah, because you, you know, really liked it. You know, yeah, I, re- I, know you I avoid things up, until yeah. their dubs are out, unless it's like Chainsaw Man. Sure, because I will just put up with it then. You know, but and this is this <laughs> is that case. Watch it twice. Uh, yeah, you get to read it, it once, twice, and then read it, not, and then right. listen to it next time, which is what I'm going to yeah. do very soon, as soon as I finish Demon Slayer. But. um Definitely recommend this one. Uh, four stars, four big shiny golden stars and for Perfect four, Blue. Four stars is the top. That's of the, the metric. Correct. Now, okay. was this Perfect Blue or La Blue Girl? Perfect. I don't get the joke. <laughs> oh man, I got something to recommend to you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when that happens. I don't know the reference, but yeah, uh, four stars. Wizen Sage says check it out. Uh, I am going to stop talking about things I've watched until we get to the second segment. I have 
as we mentioned, Dave and I watched Two Lies together last Two night. Lies. We had a great fucking time watching it. Just lots of laughs were had. Kind of putting words in my mouth. When, <laughs> no, I was there when you were laughing. Unless you were just laughing at how bad it was. I don't think that's true because it's an excellent movie. But when we get to the second part, uh, Tyler, I have a goodie bag tonight, and it is for True Lies. Right. A True so Lies will, goodie bag. We'll do the True uh, Lies goodie right, bag right. in segment two. Cool. As as far as the rest of it goes, that's all I got. John, how about you? What you been doing, man? Nothing exciting. No. Yeah. Just just yeah. working kids and all that stuff. Yep. I went on a did like a volunteer thing for church where we <clears throat> worked on some people's houses uh and I been going on hikes out in LBL. Nice. Um, that's canal awesome, loop. Man. You doing canal that's loop? That's awesome. I don't even know where that's at. I've heard of it, but it's around the canal. No. Yeah, it loops. <laughs> it loops around the canal. <laughs> we, we so went. there's a canal. You so. see. <laughs> Man, because I've, I've been looking into it, I've been thinking about doing it because we've been walking more, and I'm yeah. tired of walking around the neighborhood. I'm tired of walking around Noble Park. They got these like, they got like. Sorry to like, I'm not trying no, to reject no. this, but like, you could cast. So, <laughs> yeah, well, they got this little education trail that's like literally like half a mile. Okay. So it's like, okay, I guess I can walk this a billion times. And then yeah. they have the Greenway Trail, which is really cool, but it's a big sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah, half of it at least. Which is, is great like for biking and stuff, yeah. but it's, I don't know, it gets kind of. Kind of boring. boring. When you walk. Yeah. It's like this is like the biggest, longest sidewalk. <laughs> so I've been thinking about going to LBL, but I haven't yet. So we normally just go to like the first welcome station yeah. and walk the paved trail, and that goes back. You can actually walk that all the way to where Hillman's Ferry is. But um, we've done that a couple of times. But we had so they do a special mass like twice a year uh, at my church. They actually Christmas, do Easter. it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they actually do it at. Uh, St. Stephen's Catholic Church, which is a Catholic church in the middle of LBL uh, that hasn't, they haven't had regular services there since 1945. How big is it? It is fucking Have tiny. you ever seen... Is that me, the John, one that we went to in the middle of the night that one time? Dude, I bet it is. I bet it is. Have you ever seen the village? It looks like the houses from yeah, in the village. Yeah. They're with, like, that's oh, totally that's what where it was. We yeah, we went there in the middle of the night one time. Oh, wow. Well, wow. Because that bitch is like a good... Like, it is about a two-mile hike. Like, you can park at this We cemetery. didn't go in or do anything illegal. You, you can. <laughs> we, you, just, we just checked off. <laughs> oh, that's wow. not true. That's a joke. That's a joke. It's a comedy podcast. Tyler, not expert. It's, it's, it's not. It's consecration. <laughs> it was consecration. You call it what it is. So about about ten years ago, I guess they like had a group come in and like restore it. It's still pretty much all original. They just kind of reinforced parts. It's good that to hear. It was a real show when we went. Oh well, I mean this <laughs> yeah, is. It, it looked. Oh, that's nice. It looked really haunted. As fuck. <laughs> that's like just Sleeping went. bag in the corner. Yeah. Like it, was... it looked like the fucking little church in oh, Diablo. Oh, that is one hundred percent it. But yeah, it looks much it. nicer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is one hundred percent. That's it. So yeah, this. I understood that reference. The outside. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they they have a mass there like twice a year now. I don't know when they started doing it, but and it's because there's like a Catholic cemetery there, right? And so they right have there too, which they also have, added to the creep factor, I'm sure. Yeah. And uh, so they did this thing because my our priest at church is kind of a uh, he's kind of a health nut 
and you know he he runs marathons and shit. His body's a temple. Uh, yeah, apparently. Uh, so he was like, "Well, we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna go hiking." Well, it was hot as fuck. <laughs> it was like ninety seven degrees the or weekend something. You went. He told John told me about this the, 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 after they got yeah. back the next day, and it was it was like the hottest day we've had yet this it was, year. Did was you bring the a rock? He went. No, I, I had a backpack full of water though, so it might as well have been a rock. Um, but me and Andy, we, we walked there or we hiked there and we did, you know, had the mass and everything. And then we hiked back to the cemetery. Uh, it ends up being about four miles there and back. Uh, and it's like not rough, rough. Like you could drive a car down it, but like, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Don't (laughs) like, unless it's a, unless your car is a four by four, probably shouldn't. But, uh, anyway, like we did that and then. Andy wanted to go do it again. So we went up there and it's funny this time it was like 82 and it was a different, oh, yeah. totally different experience. I was just like, this isn't bad at all. <laughs> you know, like four, This four miles has been like really easy. <laughs> Were you with kids both times? No, no, there's no <laughs> way, no way my children would have made that. Hike. Man, Cause like, that's like, that's the big thing when we go like to noble park, even it's like, Henry yeah. will get like a mile in. And yeah, it's like I'm ready to go home, and I'm like, I want to do this for three more miles. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why we didn't take them. Like we yeah. we take them on the walks on the more paved paths and stuff out yeah. there. But yeah, so uh, hiked way the fuck out in uh, LBL, cool, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Work sucks. LBL is awesome. Other than that, it's really. I wa- I did start watching. I've been watching Strange New Worlds because it's still coming on and i gotta watch that still fuck i love that show god it's so good here's how here's how much you because you pitched that one to me in a wendy's and Mm -hmm. that's important uh (laughs) and i was like oh man that actually does sound like a star trek show that i would like that's where all the good things come from is to pitch on a napkin at a Wendy's, right for sure 100 percent. the ghost of dave thomas uh presides over all wendy's meetings uh and the meat spills over the bun. <laughs> right. <laughs> Our patties are square. <laughs> but this is how serious I was. Not serious enough to actually watch it, but I told Nikki. I was like, hey, there's a show John told me about. Sounds real good. Let's watch it sometime. And she's like, okay. I'm so glad. That, that means that it's, it's on the eventually list. It's, it's on the real list. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I've been watching that, and man, I just cannot speak highly enough. I am a Star Trek nerd. It is a oh my God. fucking great show, God, so and great. I hope to God that this is a lead-in to a reboot of the original series, because this predates oh the original God. series with Kirk and them. What if they do it as an anime? Well, they kind of tried that well, back in the yeah. day, and it didn't. Oh, work out. that was American an animation. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't anime. Well, yeah, I don't know was, who produced it. That might have been. It wasn't well, great. It was. It looked like Space Ghost or something. Yeah, yeah it, was it was really bad. bad. <laughs> but no, this needs to be. They they need to reboot TOS. Just do it again. Same stories as what as much as they can. Only with the people that are in this show that would cross over the Spock. Kirk is in it. Uhura, uh, all of them. Yeah, they need to do it real bad. Uh, and I started, finally, I finally started uh, Better Call Saul. Nice. I'm only oh like three God, episodes John. in, but I'm already like fucking on board, man. 
As soon as I saw Tuco Salamaca, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, okay, I'm down. Let's wait, go. <laughs> just you wait, buddy. Oh, yeah. Better uh, Call Saul, in my opinion, and this is a hot take for a lot of people, is way better than Breaking Bad. I've heard that from, you are absolutely not the first person that I've heard that and from. Mike makes fucking it. Mike loved. makes fucking Call Saul Mike, dude, yeah. <laughs> Mike's awesome. Uh, but yeah, so that's... That's pretty much, I mean, if I think of something later, uh, I'll let you know, but that's pretty much all I've been doing. Sounds like a lot. Eh. <laughs> Walking and watching. Yeah. Walking and watching. watching. <laughs> Before we get into it, I just sent you guys a, a photograph on your phones, all three of you. Look, look at this photograph. <laughs> Hell yeah. Ian, what is this on Joey's head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So where was this? This was at Just Hamburgers. So when you go through the drive-through of Just Hamburgers, they now have things hanging up in the window. They're children's drawings. Uh huh. And I don't know if you can read what it says at the bottom. High. Oh, H E double hockey sticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. H E double hockey sticks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I saw that in the drive-through last night, and I thought to myself. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good on you, kid. It's also he spelled sticks, stikes, which I love. So I'm going to try to remember to say H-E double hockey stikes, yeah. Stikes are so much more badass. <laughs> I really are. Yeah, man. Stikes. What about you, Dave? Uh, I played some Trophy Gold on Friday, which is a, it's a tabletop RPG that I like a lot. Um, we'd played it before, but uh, with this, I'd played it before with this group, and... We just hadn't played it in a long time. It's uh, kind of like a rules light, um, more like a storytelling thing than I mean, you ro- you make roles and stuff, but it's like a collaborative storytelling thing where it's like um, a lot of the roles. It's like encouraged where you make like a devil's bargain, which is essentially everybody at the table can, if they want to, offer up a like a well this. You get to roll one extra die essentially, but this happens. So, like, if you make that agreement, it's, for example, it's like, okay, you're, you slash the, you're able to slash the snake, but when you do, it, its body ruptures into, like, hundreds of tiny snakes. It's that kind of thing. And you'd be like, yeah, okay, I like that. That sounds cool. I'll take the extra die, and it helps you on your, your success. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like this dark fantasy um, thing where you're, the chance to die is really high. It's all about going into, like haunted spaces and like forgotten areas and and stuff like that. So you deal with a lot of like um, spirits, evil spirits and stuff like that. Like a lot of stuff where it's kind of like if if you can come up with a good enough story where you all would survive, you probably will. Uh, But then there's, I played the other version of that before called uh, trophy dark and trophy dark is where it's like, Everyone's gonna die. <laughs> like right. that's like you go you go in like, as a group knowing like you know Dave players players the at end. the table yeah. go in knowing okay we're gonna the, we're gonna die how do we make that as entertaining and and you know as right. possible and then you don't always die but no one ever comes out of it the same like oh. like if someone survives they're usually like too sanity gone mentally <laughs> yeah, yeah too sanity so that's a cool system that that was fun. Um, and then I saw Asteroid City with Dennis on uh, Saturday, uh, the Wes Anderson joint. Oh, and yeah. Isn't that one, like, really short? 
I don't know what the runtime was. Oh, it, okay. uh, what it, I don't know what the runtime was. However, I do know that a lot of the older people around me thought it was too long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Hey, absolutely. a short Wes Anderson film feels like a long Wes Anderson film, <laughs> yeah. honestly. And maybe that's because I'm one of the old people that was it was this still going? Yeah, there was there was a, an older couple that was like next to me, and like I don't know, I thought they were enjoying it because the guy was laughing, and then like it's broken, it's broken into like I guess three acts, mm-hmm. and then there's an epilogue, and when it came up and said epilogue, the guy was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I misread this guy completely. <laughs> I expected him to get up. That's usually what I see at Maiden Alley. Is like. It's crazy, man. Every time I go see like a movie at Maiden Alley, like I saw, um, damn it, I can't remember the name of that movie. Um, oh my god, what Matthew McConaughey plays that, um, like the crooked cop that does the, the, oh god, is it oh. mud? Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I know it. I know it. I can't think of it. Well, now. it's a movie that essentially ends with, um, I don't want to. I don't want to give the ending away. But some stuff, some pretty graphic stuff happens, mm. and it was like old people were just like bloop bloop bloop. bloop. <laughs> like, I mean, it was like they were getting the fuck out of that. They did not want any part of that. Huh? I thought it was really funny because I mean, it was. I don't blame them. I'll put it that way because right. it was like difficult to sit through. I That's, know it. It's something, Joe. Yeah, Joe. It's Joe Dirt. <laughs> not Joe Dirt. Beautiful. Not beautiful. Killer Joe. Killer Joe. Killer Joe. Yeah, Killer I've, Joe. I've heard of that one, but I haven't seen I think that. it's uh, uh, William Friedkin. That is a really he, fucking he good did movie. It. So oh, it's not that out. It's uncomfortably good. Yeah, uh, it's real uncomfortable gotcha. at the end. It's, sure. it's uncomfortable throughout the whole thing, but, it, but it's really <laughs> Like, that's one of those movies. End. I don't want to talk about it because it is, you, you want to be shocked by it. Mm-hmm. It's like right. that. But it's one of those where it's like, he started with that. Like that was he started from oh. that and worked backwards. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> but, it's like it's like Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. Where you're just like whoa. I didn't. Ex- yeah. It is like Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> I need to watch that, that one way. too, man. It's, dude. It's wow. not that kind yeah. of movie, but it's it is just got that same kind of shock value. Right? Yeah. It's a disturbing movie. Like Bone Tomahawk For is a disturbing real. movie. But Speaking of it. Wes Anderson, I just recently, like within the last couple of months, watched uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel, mm. which. I really liked. I thought it was a really good movie. I thought Ray Fiennes was fucking spectacular in it. Like he was really, really good. Speaking of Ray Fiennes, have you seen the menu? I've not. I've mm. heard it was good. Or Harry Potter. I've heard it was <laughs> what? What is this? Shh, shh. Harry Potter. Who shall not be named? <laughs> you can't say his actor name either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do like Wes Anderson movies. I haven't seen like all of them or anything, but I've, I like I've seen em. more than a few. So I thought Asteroid City I, is one of those movies where it's like because I saw it with Dennis and we talked about it, and like because he was like, "Did you like it?" I was like, "I liked it. I did not understand it. Oh. <laughs> like I did not yeah, understand. That's, that's part for the course, though." And it was like, I think there's a lot of different ways you could. I mean, it was entertaining, and there were some really like. It's clever, of course. I mean, that's kind of like part and parcel. I feel like you, you, it's it's clever, but there were a lot of things. Like when I left, I was like, "What was he trying to say?" 
You know, it, yeah, fe- like, it feels like it feels like he was trying to say something, and it completely went over my head. There's a lot of his stuff that's open for interpretation, too. I think, but they're all. I mean, I like like Life Aquatic. Yeah, yeah. I liked Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, that and, is maybe my favorite. Yeah, I mean, fuck, that's. A but good they movie. can all be sort of interpreted one way or the other. I don't think it really matters, but I have not yet the, seen that one. The cast so. is great. I yeah. mean, the cast is fantastic. And I mean, it's like... They I was, always are. Like, yeah, for he sure. He gets such good casts for those movies. Um, and like, it's shot beautifully. So I mean, that it's it shot beautifully in a way that like, a lot of movies aren't shot anymore. He is, it, he is one of the few actors that still uses the rule of thirds. Like in almost every shot, especially those wide sort of yeah, yeah. shots yeah. that look yeah. There's there are a lot of really cool shots and a lot of really cool framing, and I got more from that I think than the actual like story because it's kind of like um the the premise of it is where it's like you're watching a play that was written sometimes and they like he experiments with the with breaking that from time to time, which I think is really cool. I like that. And visually, it was really neat. And it's it's interesting to be like, oh, okay, we're this is not the actor now. Or you're constantly watching. And the play is bad. Like, I yeah, mean... Like it's supposed the, to be. Like, I assume that it is. <laughs> you know? Because it's played so straight that it's like... I think this is bad. Well, does everybody else here think that this is bad? And it's weird because it's like you can tell so much care was put into the movie... That it's weird that the play is as bad as it is. And right. a lot of time you're watching this really bad play <laughs> in a movie format. And it's like, I want, like, we got, when it was done, I was like, I asked Dennis, I was like, so was this like an Andy Kaufman thing where we like sat through like a bad play for two hours? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. Your mileage may vary. I think it's one of those where it's like, I've heard people say that Wes Anderson movies are like pretentious. And I think if you have that opinion, definitely do not see Asteroid City. Because like when I was done with it, I was like, I, was that? What? Okay. I mean, it was pretty, but yeah. I don't I didn't get it. I mean, I'm I not gonna lie. It. Part to me, part of the appeal of watching a Wes Anderson movie is the visual. Oh, absolutely. Like his his style is yeah, just yeah. Incredible. Yeah, I mean the color is great. I mean all of the color grading is is fantastic. The shots are great. All of that in itself is really good, and a lot of the dialogue is really good too. And but, if there's yeah. a Bill Murray gunfight, yeah, that's always a good thing. So anyway, check it out or don't. If you like my Sanderson, <laughs> check it out. If you don't, do not. <laughs> this, I don't think this one's going to win you over. Um, I don't know if it like happened. I don't know how old this video was when I watched it, but there's like a, uh, they call them gun tubers. They're like the YouTube gun channel. Oh, people. I thought they're like potatoes no, no. shaped <laughs> like guns. <laughs> I just think they're gun shaped like potatoes. <laughs> or potato shaped like guns. Potato guns? Gun tubers. <laughs> guns that I shoot potatoes? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, he, there's a really popular one. His name is Garon Thumb, and he does make some really entertaining videos. And he, like, he opened this one video, and it was like 380 versus nine millimeter. And like, he's talking about it, doing like the normal intro, and the camera starts like doing this weird shit. And he's like, he's like, hey, hey, what are you? 
What do you, man? Are you're not going to do that Wes Anderson intro, are you? <laughs> and then it cuts immediately to this very Wes Anderson style uh-huh. intro where everything's written on cardboard yeah. and in the frame, and right. they're carrying the targets out to the line. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> it was like really well done, though. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. Tyler, Ian, what have you been up to, buddy? Oh, it's been fucking busy. From the we stopped recording, and the next day it was just hit the ground running until right now. So, yeah. Uh, Friday was was gonna set, not sound like good, boot, but good news. Um, so like one, oh, we finally got we were able to get Jack in for an autism evaluation. So we got yeah. his got an autism autism diagnosis, which we knew. Right. But. So that opens the door for a lot of stuff, like a lot of therapies and programs and stuff like that that will benefit from Excellent. a great, great. deal. Uh, but the thing is, like, I'm glad that Murray State has a program that he was able to get, like, right in. Most other places we looked at, like... like immediately. Yeah. Wow, so that is Anywhere amazing. between two and ten years, like, Holy everywhere shit. else we looked. Like, wow. the, the, the big... The King Should Have Fucked Mountain Place in Louisville was a 10-year waiting list. Whoa. And Murray State's way closer. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> way closer. Now, there's a new autism center getting ready to open up for the yep. Easter Seals. He gets Seals. grandfathered in. Is that right? In the Good. Seals. Yeah, we... Yep. Yep. <laughs> John and I set up the network stuff there. Um, we're, we're... They're one of our clients, and so... Nah. We we got to see the new building. They have redone Dude. that thing from. It used to be a really shitty nursing home that you used to work for. Oh, like okay. Well, I'm glad someone used that building because it's not a bad building. Well, they've redone it. It is fantastic it's now. Awesome. It's state of the art facility, beautiful. and I love that he's going to be able to get in yeah, there and yeah, take yeah. advantage of it. That's awesome. And then okay. and he had his annual neuro appointment. Uh, in Louisville, so then we went in that, and that was great. Looks even better than last year. Excellent. One more, we'll go again next year, and if that's good, then we'll go have to only have to go every other year. I love it. Cool, great. That's great news. So, and then we went. And, uh, once his parents weren't turned into like a, a trip, so we went to. Uh, what, oh God, what did we do there? Because they went to like that Panama Jacks indoor facility, and like you know, just did games and stuff for the kids. So cool. it was just. It's good, but busy, but busy. So I did not get to watch True Lies. I did watch the cinema sins of True Lies, and I'm very confused about what this movie. We'll get is you after watching We'll get you it. up to speed, okay? Oh yeah. Okay. Especially so after like, my. Is this? A, is it a joke? Is it hey, a comedy? My well, goodie bag yeah, we'll is going to, to make it. everything yeah. super clear. Hey, at some point though, do watch it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's all I've been up to. Okay. So, well, do we, we want to do like a draft? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, okay. uh, H E yeah. double hockey stikes. Yeah, <laughs> stikes. I see you, you don't want paper day for good chips. No, no, okay. Arcade, <laughs> arcade cabinets. We're gonna eat chips later. Arcade cabinets. Yeah, favorite arcade cabinets. Ooh. I've been okay. instructed by one of our users, listeners, and again, I apologize. I don't have. I can't remember who said it. Does it have to be favorites, or can, or can we just draft it like we normally draft it? Because sometimes the shit I list is not a favorite. It's like a... An example? Well, an example would be... Let's no, just, I'm saying you're giving examples of arcade cabinets or whatever. 
Yeah, just or, or listing ones that I think would be crowd that favorites. That would be crowd right. favorites, oh, yeah. yeah. That's the that are going to earn the most points, on imaginary points on the bullshit board. <laughs> I'll do favorites. Yeah. On the fantasy arcade game. So we'll start with John 1, clockwise down to me for 4. Mm. Two, Dave. Uh, Miss Pac-Man. Particularly one that's modded with the turbo. Turbo chill. No, wait, wait. The tabletop or the upright? Uh, I do like the tabletop. Oh, Cthusius Jeff is the one that recommended this one. Thank you, Jeff. Right. Yes. I like the tabletop, but I'm going to go stand up. Upright. That's classic. Yeah. I, I mean... It. I don't know if it's, there's there's one Miss Pac-Man arcade machine that I swear has been in our town for decades that has just jumped from one Mexican restaurant uh-huh. to another. Yeah, that's not wrong. And because I remember seeing it at the one we used to go to when I was in high school, and then it was in Los Amigos on Broadway. Then it was on um, on the shit. There, uh, there's another Mexican restaurant that's on the south side. And at that point, I was like, I'm going to ask if I can buy this. Um, and then no one could tell me who owned it. <laughs> no, like They're like, I don't know. Someone comes by and gets the money out of it. <laughs> Pizza by the Pound, did it have a Pac-Man stand-up or a Miss Pac-Man stand-up? I don't know. I've I, never, I don't remember there an being a stand-up arcade game in there. I knew about the pinball. This was it. a super long time ago. I watched uh, one of the owners of Apex play that machine. Are you like sure that at, it was a pizza by the pound? No, it wasn't. Was it Los Amigos? Amigos? We, were, we were all there. Why I was and thinking it was about, Los Amigos. I don't know why I was thinking that was a pizza by the pound. They do have a pinball machine at pizza by the pound. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But yeah. I remember that day because we were at lunch. Yeah. And Jay, uh, that person <laughs> uh, would not die he would not die no. and we were riding with him i like so thought he was gonna kill to... screen it like yeah. <laughs> and he's ridiculously good at that game at the southern pride gas station there's a pizza place inside and so that pizza place there is it's either miss pac-man machine or a compilation machine that has miss pac-man now there's i inquired for you oh yeah and they said yeah they didn't want to sell but there's I asked a, for you there's a class of i think it's class of 80 Eight, maybe. I don't know. There is a machine that's got Galaga and Miss Pac-Man on it together. Nice. They had a tabletop version of that at Nick's in Murray. Uh, that was rad. I'd, I'd love a cocktail table. I would, too. Uh, Godfather's Pizza that was right into the in the Wagner Candy building. Yeah. I uh, used to have a Miss Pac-Man in there, and that's I would just, when we would go, I would bolt for it. But that and that was our table. That's where we ate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Was on that machine. Yeah. That's uh, when Nikki and I would go to Nick's and Murray. God, it's like let's sit. It. It, let's sit at Miss Pac-Man. Yes. <laughs> God, I loved that. I loved it. Yeah. Miss Pac-Man was my dad's game. He was as good at it as the person we're talking about from Apex easily. Wow. Wow. Um, and he showed me the ropes. Like when he used to work. When we moved to Paducah, we did so because of the mall and the right. jewelry store that my dad, at the time, managed was in this brand-new mall. And then, of course, we had an arcade in there. I got to grow up in the golden age of the arcade. So at its peak, the arcade was here in any in anywhere in a mall just like it is in the, depicted in the movies. <laughs> it was crowded. Yeah. It was exciting. It was fun. It was the place to fucking go, right? 
my dad would go down there on his lunch break. He never ate lunch. He would take one quarter and go down to the arcade, put it into the Miss Pac-Man, and play it for an hour and then walk away because he would still be well well into the lives. He, he couldn't yeah. end it. He was a savant. He like Pac-Man. hand it off to somebody. <laughs> yeah, and then immediately they would die. Yeah, I mean yeah. it was like do 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 because I mean by that point Miss Pac-Man's moving at the speed of sound, <laughs> you know. So good pick, Dave. Love that game. It's a classic. It's perfect. Yeah, I've been. It's tempted better before. than Pac-Man. Yeah, it's way better than Pac-Man. Um, I've been tempted before to like get. Obviously, you know, I'm asking the people at the restaurant where it's like, hey, do you know who owns this? But the more like the more I wait, the more I'm like, I think I just want to get a really nice one, like because that one's that one's got history, but it's like beat the fuck. It's seen some shit. And it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it to, has. Like, to get like mean. a nice restored one would be awesome, and not one that I restore because right. I w- won't do it. Nope. What about you, Ian? What's number one? First first round draft for Ian. My draft is going to be less games I really like to play and more games that, regardless of whether I like to play, that I was fond of. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first one, though, is a game I very much loved. It was going to be Ms. Pac-Man. But uh, my second pick for number one was Galaga. Damn it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Got to go, and that's why Great that's game. the one. That's why Ms. Pac-Man and Galaga are the two that get sold at like Walmart and you know the full size quote unquote cabinets that you can buy because those two games were fucking classic. Yeah, uh, nothing more satisfying than having your ship captured by one of the big guys at the oh. top. Takes it up, you shoot him. Now I've got two guns. Ho <laughs> ho ho, and then, that, then it's just. Yeah, you're looking at my achievements. Raining. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My number one would be one. I think it's universally loved, but two, it's probably the arcade game I've got to spend the most time on because it was at my local Mister Gaddy's on South Side. I remember Shake and I playing it in the third grade. I remember playing the shit of it at Pocket Change. Uh, in the mall, and that is the Simpsons arcade game. Yeah, I knew yeah. it. I knew it. Perfect. Yeah. That's, That's a great game. Perfect video game, I abs- uh, especially in cabinet form. I love that game. Konami Excellent really choice. nailed the licensed beat em up. They really did. With that and Ninja Turtles and. Yeah. John? Yeah, I'm taking Turtles. <laughs> Which one? Which one? Uh, uh, whichever the one was that had the four player, like the big one. I can't. I don't know which they were. Whichever two. one they had, Turtles the arcade game and Turtles in Time. I bet it was Turtles the arcade game. Yeah, I think I so. It was, it was the, at the po- first level. You're in. It was the arcade April's game. burning yeah. apartment, and you fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the first yeah. one. Yep. Yeah, that was the one that they had at Pocket Change. That was the best though. I loved it because like you'd be playing, and somebody would just jump in. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's what was so four great. People, so like you're you, playing with a total stranger. You can make friends over this game, and it's, right. like, it doesn't uh, affect. It doesn't hurt you necessarily that no. someone drops in a quarter. It only helps. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. Now we can go a little longer. Diablo's minions grow stronger. <laughs> Dave, second round. Uh, Donkey Kong. Yay, Donkey Kong. I'm just glad that I made it to. I was like, man, Donkey Kong's gonna be a round one pick for somebody. But you guys had great picks. That's tough. 
Donkey Kong for sure. It's got a whole fucking. I mean, it like rebooted. I mean, it. King of Kong, like yes, was so big, and I feel like did a lot for like the retro scene where it was like it all of a sudden kind of I wouldn't say became mainstream, but it became like. I think it. I think it sparked an interest in a lot of people. Yeah. Where it's like, oh yeah, I forgot how fun that shit was. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ian, my second round pick is Afterburner. 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 Oh, I no. loved the sit down cabinet that you mm. could sit in. I felt like I was in a fighter jet. It had the big old the, the control, stick, yeah. and you can pull it back to go up, and you fire missiles and stuff, and you could do barrel rolls. Um, all that good shit. Afterburner, my number two pick. It's a good one. So for me, the same vein as The Simpsons, one that I put the shit out of at Pocket Change, X-Men Arcade Game. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Damn. Yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. With the dual displays. Yes. Pioneered, Huge, man. Pioneered that. And it's it's like, whoa, I don't have to like cock my head to the side to see what's going on. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was really good shit. Who's your favorite to play as? Colossus. Colossus is great. <laughs> that's the every time Kenny goes into rage, that's the sound that played in the Scott yeah, Pilgrim game. Yeah. <laughs> Nightcrawler's good too. Oh yeah. I like Nightcrawler a lot. I don't but Wolverine. I mean I on. played Wolverine all the way. Yeah. I'd end up playing Dazzler more often than not. I'd be nice for like, fine, I'll be Dazzler over here. I was about to say, were you the last one at the cabinet? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like not 100% sure that this is, was an arcade cabinet. I think it was, but uh, Missile Command. Missile Command, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was. It had a trackball. Yeah, the trackball. I loved that shit. That was amazing. It was an amazing concept. I loved playing Missile Command because, and I got really good at it too. It was not easy. It was, it was not fun, an easy but game. it was not easy. God, all the lines, and you just have to hit them just right. And the yeah. sound effects, very um, <laughs> in that same that that same vein of um, Defender. Yeah. It's made by the same yeah. company. At, uh, Midway is it Midway? I can't remember. I believe so. But it was that same. It was that in that same vein. It wasn't Atari. It had game. the same kind of graphics. It was like the laser like. Yeah. Oh, loved it. Loved it. And nothing more satisfying than when you beat a level and it just makes all of the nuclear <laughs> explosions happen on the screen and it's just all bright and shiny. I love it. It was great. Missile Command was Atari. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was... When you said Atari, I was thinking, yeah... The, the- I knew they had it because I remember vaguely... They, they didn't have it at Pocket Change. I don't know where I played Missile Command, but I remember playing it because I remember the trackball... But I also remember playing it on an Atari. Like well, the, yeah, right, Atari right. Stick, absolutely. You know? the The Missile Command game was one of the early arcade favorites. Like it came out around the same time as like Space Invaders and Defender, like the original early early eighties, late seventies even arcade games. I remember the first game I ever played was Space Invaders, which was at a Salvation Army. Uh, thrift store up the street from where I lived in Madisonville when I was about seven. Nice. So that w- that would have been 1980, which I think okay. is when Space Invaders came out. And I think Missile Command was right around that same time period of early games. But what happened was the arcade cabinets got better, and games like Missile Command were sort of getting pushed by the wayside yeah. because they weren't as neat anymore, right? So that's probably why you didn't see it very often. 
Yeah, you're probably right. I spent a lot of time in arcades. <laughs> no, that's that's good. I'd... Dave, number three, Donkey Kong Junior. <laughs> I have that as an honorable mention, only because I knew you were going to pick it, and I didn't have it in my list initially. I didn't want to replace something in my list, but I have more time on Donkey Kong Junior than any game ever, and that's because of my friend across the street had his own. Donkey Kong Jr. Oh, machine. You were on the Donkey Kong Jr. episode. I was. You? Yes, yeah, I forgot I remember about it. I was talking about Donkey Kong, about Kong about Jr. math. It, it was Donkey Kong Jr. math was, I think, the episode I was on. Right, I think, I think. As, I a, as a guest. I'm just curious. But I brought up the oh, fact okay. that, yes, right, I that played that it. game yeah, yeah. fucking So that's where you talked about going on that girl Constantly. And then you played Donkey Kong. Yeah, something like that. It all happened in about the same time period. But that's a, like, Donkey Kong Jr. is, I think, a great game. Oh, it's wonderful. And I think it was, like, a great, like, it's it kind of sets the precedent of Nintendo doing weird shit on their sequels. Yes. Because Donkey Kong Jr. is, like, so much different than it's Donkey a, Kong. It, like, flips, it literally departure. flips, like, the protagonist yes. to antagonist. And uh, also, like, the gameplay is completely different. I, I didn't play it in the arcades first. I played it, I think, on, like, a friend's NES. And it's like, I remember being like, this isn't Donkey Kong. And then, like... This is cool though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like I do like this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ian number three. My number three is Tron. I loved oh. Tron and I loved it the most for the light cycle. There was four games in one. And you pick which game you want to play. If you beat that, you go to the next game. And so there was one where you would throw discs at the master computer. There was another where you would throw discs at each other or at the CPU as AI. But then there was the and there was another one I can't remember. Oh, it was I want to say it was like a tank game. Like the tanks roll around, you got to hit the other tank in a maze or whatever. The other was the light cycles. And the light cycle game was my absolute favorite part of Tron. It was my favorite part of the movies. It was my favorite part of the video game. I fucking loved it. And I knew the trick. there was a trick you could do to win at least the first few matches because you're, you would be next, you know, you start out right next to your opponent, which is usually the computer, or if it could be a two-player. But you go, and as you go, you leave walls behind you, mm-hmm. right? Like... If you would go up and make a letter, a backwards letter P, you could almost always box in the computer and cause them to crash and win. And I got really good at that game. But it had the sound effects from the movie. It was That's like, cool. yeah. it was one of those cabinets that had big giant speakers that was like over your head. So you were like oh. almost, you were immersed in it. Uh, and it was really, really cool. So that is my number three pick. Mm. I'm shocked I'm getting all three of these. But my third one is definitely Turtles in Time, then. Do it. That's a hell of a pick. So I'm snatching up the, the, four, all the four or five player big cartoony yeah. yeah. 90s. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, actually, really, really loved playing uh, Cruising USA. Hell yeah. That was like. That would be on my, Melissa's list. That, that was this. at the Country Castle. In the very back, played the shit out of that. Like they still had that when I worked there. 
<laughs> I always played that with manual transmission too. Well, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I, it's fun. I didn't initially, but I got to the point yeah. where I wanted it to be manual because <coughs> handle the corners and slam those better. gears. Were they, they like? That, <laughs> it was all made out of metal, so you just like, yeah, pow, yeah, oh pow, yeah. Pow. It was it was made <laughs> like for some abuse and great tunes, great music mm-hmm. in that game. For Each sure. week was your boss like, John, do you want to be paid this week or we can put Cruise in USA on free play for an hour? <laughs> well, between pick. that and the jukebox, a substantial amount of my pay did go yeah, to back to the castle. Yeah, that's smart of them. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. Because <laughs> uh, me, and, me and Will, the, the shady character, uh, <laughs> we both worked there. That's where I met him. I didn't and know like that. yeah, we would uh, he he ran the fryer and I was a dishwasher, and like we would go back there and listen to like you know the the front was like all the country music for the most part, <laughs> but then the back jukebox had like Stone Temple Pilots and Metallica and like a lot of alternative, yeah. So like we would go back there and listen to that shit and you know, on our breaks and stuff. So. Cool, Dave number four, um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna change it up a little bit, uh, and I'm gonna go with Mortal Kombat. Uh, Mortal Kombat was a uh, big game for me, yes, uh, and it was a big game for a lot of people. For every like for Americans, because I mean that game was like everywhere. It like everybody was, was talking. It was like a week deal. where everybody was, th- or more than a week where <laughs> everybody was talking about Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it was a huge fucking deal. And I was an adult when this happened, but it was no different in the adult world of, yeah, it but was Joe huge. Lieberman. It was huge. Yeah. The adult Joe world Lieberman. of Joe Lieberman. Man, there's, a, there's a name I hadn't heard in a long time. <laughs> uh, but I also... Outside of it being like a cultural touchstone, uh, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm in the camp now where it's like I would I'd rather play like a Street Fighter game. But I mean, back in the day, I've so much nostalgia wrapped up in Mortal Kombat, and like Me too. I remember playing it with my with my dad, who didn't have a problem. With my you know my parents didn't have a problem with it. I remember playing with him. I remember going to like we. Um, where we live, we live kind of near like a like a big truck stop, like the kind that had like restaurants in it. Yeah, and we would go eat there on Sundays. Sometime I would always be so excited because they had an arcade there too, and in Gosh. that arcade they had uh, Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and I got to play as Kano, and who I didn't really like, but I always wanted to play as him because I had a Game Gear at the time where they had to cut one of the characters because they didn't have enough room on the yeah, cartridge, yeah. and they, they cut Kano. So every time I played it in the arcade, it's was like, I'm going to play the guy I can't play at home. <laughs> but yeah, man, with the fatalities and everything, like that game was, that game was, that game was wild when it came yes, out. Yes, it I was. Like. Well, my next pick is Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, yeah, man. For the, for the <laughs> same reason, only... It took Mortal Kombat and made it, it perfected itself. I think the Mortal gra- Kombat 2 is the, the graphics yeah, were better, the, the gameplay was better, more characters, mm-hmm. more. I mean, they really went nuts mm-hmm. in a good way and introduced, you know, just all this. I loved Mortal Kombat, but I spent real money on Mortal Kombat 2 in the arcade that was near my house at in Lexington. 
uh, because I just couldn't get enough. Me and a buddy would go up there and just spend hours hoarding that fucking machine. I wish I, I, I remember when Mortal Kombat 2 came out. I remember I was in middle school and I remember being like, okay, I got to make five dollars less yeah or even honestly like less than that Uh and it's like i always envied the the older uh like the older teens and like the people in their 20s who like were there all the time and it's like we would just come up and just get murdered instantly because like we just want to we like it's our first time playing it we want to you know we want to play it yeah and it's just like oh okay i'm dead all right i guess i'll go back to the end of this line (laughs) and then work my way up and then like put it okay i'm dead okay (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i was meat for the grinder but yeah man that's that's a good pick i do like that pick a lot so i feel like there was a you know a, a clip of these games being very popular and of all all of them, still my favorite out of all of this genre, starting with X Men versus Street Fighter, maybe mm-hmm. where you see all these good fighting crossover games. Um, but my absolute favorite of all of them that I still love that I can still sit and play the shit out of is Marvel Marvel versus Capcom Two. Yeah, that's a that's love Marvel vs. Capcom Two. Yeah, that's a great one. Okay, uh, kind of uh, Dig Dug. I love hell, fucking Dig Dug. Yes, <laughs> hell yeah. Dig Dug is an amazing game. I, I like I that was in the Pizza Hut in Marion, Kentucky, where I grew up, and yeah, I dude. played the shit. Out oh my of god, Dig Dug was, and that was a good an value for your money. Game. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. terribly hard, but it was still challenging enough to be fun. But you could play through quite a few levels on yeah. one quarter on that game. Yeah, you could. Yeah, good pick, excellent pick. Thank you. Man, that's a tough. This is our last one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes it hard because there's a lot of them. Um, I mean, I kind of hate to do it because I just mentioned it, but I mean, Street Fighter Two, uh, World Champions. I mean, like that one is that's it's a hell of a game. If, if, with the, you, with if the you didn't take right it, I was there in the middle of the arcade stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a that's a bona fide classic, and uh, I still like going back and playing Street Fighter Two. Um, it's just, it's quaint nowadays, but I mean, it's, I don't know, man, I think the fundamentals are there and it's kind of, it's kind of fun to see what, I mean, obviously there was street fighter one, but yeah, but it, but yeah, but we all know what really set things in motion and it's kind of like fun to go back and, you know. Yeah. Live in that space. Plus just that game, those arcade versions always just seemed they were, they were chunkier. They were chunkier <laughs> and prettier, and yeah. just they had the kind of processing. It was it, it was, was special. It was something special was to special. see and experience. And obviously, home gaming only got better, and arcade games went pretty much out the window. But that was something nice, you know. I've got the sort of we've got Street Fighter at home, right? Right. <laughs> but it's not nearly as good as going and seeing all those bright colors and and the extra movement of the the way the fighters would just stand and they moved more yep. because there was more room for uh, animation and you'd see the fighters like twisting yeah. and yep. turning and in their stances ready to go. That was that was exciting. I like just watching people play that because of the visuals. So yeah. I absolutely get that. And play. they all sounded great too. I mean like yeah. USA. USA. Not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I will say that like USSR. <laughs> USSR. 
the Super Nintendo Street Fighter 2 Turbo, like that's a great, that's a, it that's is. a amazing port. It absolutely yeah. is. My final pick, mm-hmm. Paperboy. Paperboy. The arcade version of Paperboy was Ooh. one of the coolest games I ever played. With the I, handlebars? Yes, it had actual <laughs> handlebars yeah. for controllers and a little button to throw the newspapers. Mm, that's hard. I, it is hard, and it was the only like super hard game that I kept shoving fucking quarters into because <laughs> I loved... I loved the sort of three or the sort of tilted view of it. Yeah. Um, and you'd have to pull back on the handlebars to do a wheelie to jump over things. And it's very like, it felt very like we, we, you kind of, you're doing something and Motion that's happening control. on yeah. the screen. I'm using tilt controls. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I loved that game. Yeah. It was in the sound and the visuals again in that game were just, they burned into my brain. I loved it. Paperboy on the NES is like one of my. That's like one of my top ten I know NES you games. Like played, I love. You did a speed run on that, didn't you? Or a high score, or high run. score run. Yeah. Um, Paperboy is man. I, I've loved Paperboy on the NES, but I never had one at the arcade. Right. So I was an adult when I played Paperboy at the arcade for like the first time, and it I was like, no, completely. Nope. <laughs> it, <laughs> is, it is a completely different. And experience. it was on free play, and it was like no. No, my yeah, ego's shattered. So hard. <laughs> this is insane. I never got very good at it, but I never got mad at the fact that I was bad at it because I <laughs> just great. loved the experience of playing yeah. that game. It, that one really got me. Uh, it was really good shit. Uh, my last one, I'd never seen anything like it at the time, and uh, I loved it. I remember, Dave, you and I played it in Illinois, and you wanted to master it Deadpool style. Oh. Which is House of the Dead yeah. too? Yes, House the, Dead. the House of the Dead games are fantastic. Those are great fucking games. Um, in I fact, on, played oh man, you did. It's it. one of those on rail shooters. Oh, where you got yeah, the actual be. gun and it's like going through the. Oh thing. shit! Yeah, uh, that, no, that goes those. to my yeah. Well, and I have Terminator Two as an honorable mention because dude, it's, I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was about to say. About uh, Operation yeah. Wolf. I am, is that going to be your. Well, was that had no, the Uzi I'm, where I'm, you would hold the, the that Uzi was always was broken at any time I ever wanted to play it? had like it. a little button you could hit that would launch a grenade. Yes. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's like almost a screen clear. Yeah. <laughs> but you only have very limited. Uh, but no, I was going to say, you know, it's not just a clever name. Captain Gun Nerd. I loved Area 51. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot about it. You and I played uh, Area yeah, 51 at the uh, prom. If I remember yeah. that, I would have picked time. that for number five. I would just forgotten about God, it. What a great game. Area 51. I, yeah, I played the shit. I mean, I would play that game to my fucking arms were just shaking. From holding yes. that tiny plastic container, right. going yes. to muscle failure. Yeah, I mean, seriously, game. like just, just <laughs> fucking shaking because I'd held my arms out uh-huh. so long. Yeah, sure. It, it was still fun and yeah, yeah good times. I like that game. I also had I also had Dragon's Lair on my honorable mention. That's a good honorable mention because I hated playing it, but I remember I distinctly remember the first time I saw that game. It was in an arcade in Madisonville called Pirate's Cove, and I had no idea that it existed. I walked in and was watching someone play a fucking cartoon. Right, yeah. And I was like, what What? What the fuck am I looking at? What is happening? Turns out the game was garbage for me. I couldn't play it. I didn't, I didn't have the reaction time to pick the right tunnels or the, you know, whatever. Sure. 
that game still fascinates me. I watched someone play that, like, long play that game on YouTube. Yeah. And he got, he beat it. And I, I just watched it and thought to myself, how the fuck? Can anybody do this? Because I still got that child brain, right? Yeah, just not able to process well. Well, the SNES seeing. is a great port. You should play it. NES is even <laughs> yeah. better. <laughs> uh, honorable mentions, man. Star Wars, the Star Wars yes. vector arcade yes. game. Wow, that was a cool game, man. That was good. That was a cool game. I still play that at prom every year too. And that was mm-hmm. like in the early, that was like in the beginning times too, where it's like, wow, just imagine what they can do with this stuff decades <laughs> from now when they add like textures, yeah. you know. So that's all that just the yoke, just the yoke yes. on that on that game was yeah. just in the sound. Awesome. I mean, the even sound the sound from I the movie, was it was right. sound yeah. from the movie when yes. you fire those lasers, it made that wink 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 noise and it's like, yeah. Destroy <laughs> simply put, destroy the Death Star. Right. Destroy tie fighters. Mm-hmm. And it it was simple. That was what got me loving those flight type games, first space person combat. space combat games, just because it was brilliant. It's a really it was, cool it game. Was a really cool game. Actually had forgotten about it. I would have put that on my list had I thought of it. It was close to being on mine. Yeah. I, there were several all these honorable mentions are one where it's like, oh God, man, I'd love to sure. just be on there. Star Wars Frogger. I I hear I think Frogger gets Fuck a lot yes. of. I'm glad to hear this because I feel like Frogger gets a lot of hate. But no, like that's Frogger, a brilliant game. Frogger is like man, I have so many fond memories of having like the PC port of that, uh-huh. like when I was a kid, uh, and playing that. And then like that was one of the experiences where like it actually translated to the arcade. It wasn't like a pixel perfect port or anything, yeah. but it was it's like enough where it's like, yeah, okay, this is, yeah. Plus it appears in a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> where go. they actually play Frogger uh-huh. with the cars. He needs the, a hole. With the cabinet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the yeah. cabinet is Frogger. <laughs> yeah. Um, Qbert is also on oh the list. Oh my God, Qbert yeah. is yeah. such a great game. I loved Qbert as a, I was enraptured with Qbert when I was before. In Pixels. Pr- yeah, yeah, and pixels, of course, <laughs> yeah. with all the swearing. I, I feel like one of the things about the arcade that I miss most is that we all kind of mentioned at least one, I think, where like it's a non-standard controller. Absolutely, you know, like, sure. like yeah. that, and and you know, a you don't get that experience or, yeah. on a console or even right. really on a PC unless you spend some money to do it. But like. You know, cruising's got the steering wheel. Right. I can't remember the name of that motorcycle game where you sat on the fucking oh, motorcycle God, and tilted it, it. Oh, and it would man. do your turns. Remember the skiing <laughs> one and the snowboard mm-hmm. one? Yes. Yeah. But like uh, the the paper boy with the fucking handlebars, like yeah. all, uh, the track balls, like yeah, with like all centipede and um, ooh, centipede's another yeah, good one. centipede's also one. my honorable mention. <laughs> the but it's like, part of that too. I feel like we miss that now. You know, or at least I miss that now. I know there are still arcades and stuff, but it's not like we can just, you know, run down the street right. and hit up the arcade. And I just think that's so cool how you had all these different, yeah. you know, very game specific. Yeah. Well, and they, and they wanted it, they needed quarters, right? They needed mm. your money and they're constant. They were innovating all of this new shit to get people to shove quarters into it. And it worked. It worked. Oh, yeah. Like that for Afterburner had that effect on me. 
It's this gigantic cabinet that you sit in, and there's oh. speakers uh, everywhere. And I feel like I'm flying. We're a sitting in a fucking cockpit. Is it the one that had the the screen in the back? Yes. Like you could look over your shoulder yes. and see fucking planes coming in? Like I think that was it, or there was like an Afterburner 2. Yeah, I think it may have been have one that. a little later. But yeah, that kind of stuff was what got me my attention the most, was alternate control, not just joysticks and buttons. Right. Yeah. Excellent point. Qbert was one of those games where I was fascinated with it. Like That's like probably honestly... Aside from playing blackjack on the, the TRS, um, Qbert's like one of those where like I remember being. This is like before preschool, so like five years old. I mm-hmm. remember being like fascinated with Qbert, and I think it was I don't know who it was. Some fast food restaurant had like little Qbert toys. I think it was like Hardee's or oh, rallies yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember. Just loving those and getting like the little purple snake, Cubert <laughs> on a little rainbow disc. Man, I had Cubert on my Atari fifty two hundred. It was one of the like four games I had. Yeah, and I played, and it was a fairly accurate port of the arcade because it was a fifty two hundred. So I think it ran at like I want to say it ran at thirty two bit. I can't remember, but it was. I played it obsessively. Yeah, I loved that game. I'd forgotten all about Cubert. I've only got one. Um, I remember it super well. I just remember and I didn't. I didn't pick it because I didn't play it. I watched my dad play it. It's one of the few arcade games that he got into, and because like the church had like a bowling alley or a bowling team for a short time, so they would go to Cardinal Lanes or whatever after Wednesdays or whatever. But they serve alcohol it. at Cardinal Lanes, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> only if you go in the bar. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus stayed in the lanes. <laughs> so, like, whenever they would be between sets or whatever, he would go over, because they had a little arcade thing over in... in yes. right. Yeah, A little arcade yeah. nook. You yep. had to walk through it to get to the bathrooms. Yep. And there was there was one game, it wasn't there very long, and he would he would get really into it, but he didn't want me to play it. Uh, I remember he was pretty upset, but, like, it was there for a little while, and then we came back, it was gone. And, he you know, we never saw it again. Uh, it's called Polybius. Yeah. <laughs> Polybius? I've never. <laughs> man, that was a long walk, but it was worth it. That was a long walk, but it was worth it, man. How's your dad but feeling? Good game. <laughs> he was never the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was like, oh, like, oh yeah, I get to try to identify this game. That was a good. That was a nice. That was a nice walk. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I had forgotten about that. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, gy- Gyrus. That was another one for me, Gyrus. Uh, and Zaxxon. Yeah. And what was the other one that had Tempest? Tempest, Tempest yeah. is a wild-ass game. It is wild. Mm-hmm. Chiller? Anybody? The one where you <laughs> I played it. The light gun game where you <laughs> shoot people who are being tortured in the dungeon. Oh man, I never played that one. Yeah, and you're no. like, hey, Omar, can you shoot the tits off this woman? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucked up. It is fucked up. <laughs> you're right. Um, yeah. they, in uh Gaddyland by the high school, we would go over and I'd play the hell out of um Virtua Fighter 2. Mm. I liked Virtual mm. Fighter 2 a oh, lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Virtual, um, Virtual oh, Fighter so, was 
that's one of those games where it's like when I saw it, it was like, whoa. What was the what was the one with the sword fighting? Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. Oh yeah. God, I loved Soul Calibur and the on the I almost chose pump it up. So, oh yeah, that would have been good. But this experience became like super late in the arcade, you know, I feel like in the life of the arcade. But um when I was living up in Louisville, I was living with Corey. And he and me and him got super into Tekken. Like I had never oh, really yes, played Tekken. We got real fucking into Tekken. Fucking Eddie Gordo. And I got to the point. Goddamn <laughs> I got to the I got to the point where I could keep up with him. I couldn't like beat him consistently, but I could beat him every now and then. And Corey was real fucking good. Well, we went into this arcade in the St. Matthews Mall in uh, Louisville, and there was a Tekken tag tournament stand up hell and yeah like that had hell like yeah. you know, at least i think it had two possibly four even where you could like tag in the other person they didn't have to like jump in they had their good own lord station but like spare no expense <laughs> that was the only time in my life where i was like i'm gonna kick this guy's ass you know <laughs> like, like as soon because i was never confident ever playing any arcade games like i always felt like i was you know, mediocre at best. That was the one time when I was just like, all right, let's go. <laughs> you know, like versus I, Corey or I, versus random. No, versus random. Uh, like, okay. dude, I went through like 10 fucking people yeah. before I finally got somebody who beat me. And they were but just I like, oh, just that's like, all my allowance. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it took me a minute to like, learn how the buttons were, you know, versus yeah, the, you know, what combinations sure. and everything. But like, once I got it down, it was just like, all right, let's do this shit. <laughs> yeah. So that this was my Tekken. one. I know, I know this. this. <laughs> that was my one, like, you know, I felt really good about uh, about playing the arcade game yeah. against someone. Anytime I would play an arcade game against someone, I just went in assuming I was going to lose. Yeah, me uh, too. Not taking tag. <laughs> Capcom Dungeons & Dragons games were pretty good. Gauntlet. Also, Gauntlet, man, talk about a quarter muncher. Fuck yeah, you could not just. You had to keep going. Yeah, yeah I could. I could blow That's, my whole arcade. That one was like on borderline. Is this legal? It's the Noah's Arcade. the Noah's Arcade game? <laughs> is this game about putting money in it? <laughs> okay, all right, okay. I've had it happen where the horde was so bad. A quarter would go in, I would instantly die yep. and put in another quarter. Yep. Elf needs food. Badly. Yep, badly. <laughs> Gauntlet machine needs quarters. Badly. <laughs> Noah's Arcade, yep. <laughs> <laughs> You guys will take a break, come back, and do some true lies. Yeah. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Sounds good. Hey, hold it! Fucker. What's going on, man? I think or something looks like that gun kicked. It's hell. It's hell. It's hell. Helen has something to do with Helen, I'm guessing. Helen... Helen. Helen? Helen is having an affair. Welcome to the club, man. <laughs> Nobody thinks it can happen to them the first time, buddy. Save the tech thing happened to his wife number two, remember? 
I had no idea nothing's going on, right? I come home one day and the house is completely empty. And I mean completely empty. She even took the ice cube trays out of the freezer. What kind of a sick bitch takes the ice cube trays out of the freezer? The Game Talk. The Game Talk. Game Talk. And Movie Talk. Movie Talk. Yeah, we do have a lot of movie talk to get through on this one. Because I'm pretty much just here for the movie talk. So. Well, and that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. Um, and the reason for this being is that we did do... <laughs> goes without saying. True Lies. Um, 1994, Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh. Jamie Lee Curtis, Tom Arnold. It's an excellent film. One of my favorite movies. Yeah, no idea Tom Agreed. Arnold was in it. I oh, had man. Yes, dude, he is. Oh, great. He's so good in it, too. Great in this movie. That's all. Whenever I was like, is that Tom Arnold? It's, oh, it's truly his, his comic relief in that movie is one of the best parts yeah, of it. Absolutely. And that's saying a lot because this movie is fucking Awesome. Who else would you have in it? Like who, nobody. Who? Nobody could do it in that role. No one could do it. If oh. I were watching this movie and it originally had someone else in it, I'd have said, "Why the fuck didn't they get Tom Arnold for this?" Just because he was born to play that hey, part. And let's not forget a little guy you may have heard of named Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton sure. is in it. Who is... Uh, Charlton Heston is in it. Perfect fucking slime bag. Nobody could have played that fucking asshole okay. quite like Bill Paxton did. I was going to save this for later, but Bill Paxton... <laughs> like, the one thing... So, like, this movie came out in what? 94? 94. So, mm-hmm. 1994. The, there are a lot of dated things in this movie, but the thing I think that dates it the most is some shit that Bill Paxton's character says. Oh, yeah. When he refers to a woman having the ass of a 10-year-old boy as if it's a good thing. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's, wow, what yeah, year is it? It's very, I mean, it was fucked up then. But, I mean, it was, but, it was, hey, but, no, not, no. but But there was truth to it then. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's They're, like... Funnily enough, and tits though, that want to make you beg for buttermilk. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't what? <laughs> but right after what? he says the ass like a ten year old boy thing, Arnold punches him right in the face, <laughs> breaks well, his yeah. nose, and yeah. breaks his nose. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the premise: mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a spy, mm-hmm. an international spy for an organization known as Omega Sector. Only his wife, who is Jamie Lee Curtis, doesn't know he's a spy. And he comes home every night. He's like a tax attorney or something. I can't, like an accountant. It's a computer a sales. Computer sales. sales maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Something boring. And he is always late. He's never home. He's the absentee husband. And she has no idea that this dude is literally out saving the world. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, she, being the bored housewife that she is, gets targeted by this con man, Bill Paxton, mm. who is pretending to be, you guessed it, a spy. He tries to get trick her into coming into his life, and just he's trying to fuck her. Mm-hmm. But she thinks it's real, and... Chaos ensues, but that's really like I, I saw all the weird gaslighting in the cinema in the cinema yeah, sense, yeah. where it's like he's using all the government resources to what and to trick her into what? Yeah, <laughs> man. And, and, yeah. And like talking about using those government government resources, like 
there's a line in the movie where like Tom Arnold's character is like, you can't do this. A misuse of funds. We got no like reason to do this. And I was like, ah, wait a few years for the Patriot Act. This will all be 100 percent legal. He literally said that when we were watching it last night. Yeah, Uh, Dave and I watched this together last night, and uh, yeah, he's he's trying to get a tap put on his wife's phone because he finds out that she's having an affair, and then he's like. You, that's what are you talking about? That's misappropriation of government resources. That's a felony, pal. He slams him up against the wall and says, "We do it a hundred times a day. Get it done." <laughs> it's good shit. It is a. It's directed by James Cameron. If you didn't know this already, it is an amazing film with. It's it's exceptionally well written, well acted, and action sequences are second to none. I mean, this movie has it. All so, and it's one hundred, and it's, like, it's funny. It is a funny movie. It's funny. really, really good. I one hundred percent recommend you and Melissa sit down and watch it ASAFP. Well, I asked her to watch it. She's like, I just watched it like the other day. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, oh, what? Okay. She's so like, she yeah, knows. at the hospital. It was playing when it was yep. in the room. So it's just on all the time somewhere. <laughs> uh, it's easy to get. Uh, but in in true Ian fashion, I have a, a goodie bag for this movie that I'd like to read if you guys have a moment. Let's let's do it up. So, uh, True Lies. This is your Wiz and Hosts True Lies goodie bag. These this nineteen ninety four, and I'm going to read stuff here because I can't remember anything. This nineteen ninety four spy slash action film, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis and Tom Arnold may contain one or more of the following. One, flying Doberman pincher head smack. <laughs> oh, man. Can, I, man, can we pause it? Yeah. Just a second. I'm so sorry. No. But holy good. shit, man. I right laughed, at the beginning. I laughed so hard. Like, at the beginning of the movie, we're like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, Harry, infiltrates the chateau, and like these guard dogs come running up. Two Doberman pitchers come running up together, and then it does this weird cut to Arnold Schwarzenegger, like chest up, slamming two rubber dogs together. (laughs) (laughs) And it cuts back to dogs going, and shaking their heads. Two characters. And it got the fucking biggest laugh out of it. Oh, it was so good. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you put that in the good bag. <laughs> Holy shit, man. All right. <laughs> man, I want to watch it. <laughs> I love it, man. They're just the rubber ass, the rubber ass dogs you've ever fucking seen, man. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, that was the first item on the list. I'm loving it. Here we go. I'm loving it. The list continues. God damn. Seven. Gunman skiers, mm. one <laughs> pack of Lucky Strike cigarettes mm. with a hidden camera inside, one Tom Arnold skeleton, one discount Nick Fury, yeah, uh, one Tia Carrera not fake bass playing in a cover band for public access television in her boyfriend's basement in Aurora, Illinois, three Tia Carrera face slaps. Two Tia Carrera champagne bottle smacks <laughs> to the head. One clearly soundproof uh, mall restroom. One <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about this in the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I can't either. Me either. I can't either. I can't either. He shoots a fucking creek off in full auto in the bathroom, and nobody knows. 
Shoppers just keep <laughs> shoppers gonna shop, John. A loud ass. It's a, it's a commentary on the consumers. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, all right. The list continues. One extremely polite Harry Tasker slash Arnold Schwarzenegger. One building jumping motorcycle terrorist. One non building jumping horse. One non building jumping horse shaming. Two Tom Arnold wall slams. One staring old woman bystander. <laughs> uh, this is a woman who was in the background of one of the scenes uh, the, in the street that was not supposed to. She was just staring at the camera crew the whole time. <laughs> uh, this was in the trivia of the movie, but she's just back there. You see her just clear as day, just standing behind Tom Arnold and Arnold or and Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, just staring. And they, they were like, well, I guess we're just going to leave it in. <laughs> uh, if I saw Tom, Tom Arnold and Arnold Schwarzenegger just like standing out on the street, I'd probably be staring this at This woman too, clearly so. had no fucking clue what was going on. <laughs> she was literally just like, what the fuck? She could have been patient zero. This could have turned into a zombie movie. Because it's like, what's yeah. that woman? Oh, fuck. Oh, God. It would have been, been terrible. It would have been actually really scary. Uh, next on the list, this is a long list, y'all. It's all right. I love it. Next on the list, uh, <laughs> one extremely durable one-way mirror. Three, Bill Paxton pants pisses. Three? One, three. Yeah. Oh, wow. One, Jamie Lee Curtis as one of Robert Palmer's dancers. Robert Palmer's dancers. Yes. One, Jamie Lee Curtis removing her Robert Palmer dancer dress and sexy dancing in her underwear I cannot stress enough how important it is, listener, that you stop this podcast and right now and find the scene of Jamie Lee Curtis dancing in True Lies and watch it repeatedly. It's hey, the most famous um, scene. I, I, it really is. Look, 14-year-old John went to see this movie in the theater, mm -hmm. and if there is one thing that stuck with him, it was that fucking scene. Dave and I were talking. This was peak Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, this yeah. Absolutely <laughs> one of the sexiest things I've ever seen. I was so, curious how like much she worked on her body for that scene. It, oh, it was a lot. It, it had to be. She worked hard. She was fit as fuck yeah it was um just a beautiful insane. beautiful woman um and a great scene and she does such a good job because she's like playing a role right she's playing the role like she's a, like the bored housewife yes. but she's like having to do this right yes and like she really like gets into it yeah, yeah. you know it's a yeah, really she does. almost fantastic scene um the tape player <laughs> the yeah, Beautiful. the so, talk boy before. Yes, man, <laughs> talk boy. I would love to talk about that more. <laughs> we will get. We will probably get to that. Um, but the the next thing on the list is in relation to this. Uh, one genuinely concerned reaction by Arnold Schwarzenegger during Jamie Lee's dance scene. Uh, I explained this to Dave last night. At one point, when Jamie Lee is dancing, she's hanging off of the bedpost. And her hand slips and she just falls to the ground, like just hard. splat. <laughs> and in the background, you see Arnold jump up out of his chair. <laughs> that was a genuine reaction by Arnold Schwarzenegger because Jamie Lee and James Cameron planned that and didn't tell Arnold. <laughs> so when you see him jump up, he's legitimately jumping up to help Jamie Lee. Right. But then he realizes it's part of the bit and sits right back down, and they kept it in the movie. It was brilliant. 
so uh, next on the list, one discount Robert Durst terrorist torturer. Uh, one Kevin McAllister fist pump by a terrorist. Uh, hand dryer kata, urinal kata, Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> right cross kata, Uzi kata, staircase Uzi kata, uh, champagne bottle kata, maverick missile fired into a bridge kata, omega sector kata, limousine kata, harrier jet tail fin to the nuts kata, and last but not least, Missile wedgie kata. <laughs> uh, one notable out of context quote from the movie, blow me. And then uh, a notable tagline, which may or may not be real, although I really hope that it is. When he said, I do, he never said what he do. <laughs> wow. I hope that's real too. My One of my favorite quotes from the movie is a Tom Arnold quote where yeah. he says, uh, she took the fucking ice cube trays out of the freezer. <laughs> what, kind of what kind of a sick bitch takes the ice cube trays out of the freezer? <laughs> so that, my friends, is the True Lies goodie bag. Quantities are limited, so act fast and claim that goodie bag from your favorite streaming service today. Four stars. Wizen Say says, check it out. No, I'm sorry. I didn't love I didn't this fucking movie. Prelude that enough because he says she took everything, man. I mean, <laughs> she took the goddamn ice cube trays out of the freezer. <laughs> Tom, uh, th this movie doesn't work with without Tom no. Arnold. Like, no. I, I, I mean, it's a great it movie, works, but it's a different it's, movie without Tom. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. like this movie <laughs> is like I know you said it's like an action, a spy action movie, yeah. which it definitely <laughs> is. But it's a spy action rom com. Like I mean, absolutely, it's, absolutely. It's got a whole bunch of stuff, and it's. I feel like James Cameron's really, really good at this, where he's kind of making a very, he's making a movie that a lot of people can watch and enjoy. And I feel like yeah. True Lies is like that to a T. It's, it's. <laughs> It's got action. It has a lot of action, a whole but it's lot. it's cut with a lot of comedy, and the action is good action too. It's action that you can follow. Yeah, it's not like um, it's it, not super choppy. It's not fucking, yeah, like a modern action movie. Right, is. exactly. Like you're, Bad like, Boys Two, or like you don't even know what the fuck right. is right. happening. You're not struggling to like. <laughs> you're not struggling to keep up with the action. It's like you're you're aware of what is happening and it's being presented. At the same time, in an entertaining way, like and that whole like scene in the movie where uh, uh, Harry is escaping from the chateau. You mentioned this in the goodie bag, where like they got guys on fucking like snowmobiles and skis. It's very James Bond. <laughs> yeah, there's literally yeah. a James Bond movie, two James Bond movies where that shit happens. So he's obviously and Die Hard too, and Die Hard too, where he's, he's just obviously pulling from that kind of moment for this scene in the movie and it and it really I think it worked. worked. And Absolutely I mean Absolutely it did. I I don't know. I saw True Lies when I was a kid. I saw it maybe not right when it came out because I didn't see it in the theater, but I remember like maybe my parents rented it or it was on HBO or something like that. I because I remember them talking about the Jamie Lee Curtis dance yeah. scene. I remember a lot of people <clears throat> talking about the Jamie Lee Curtis dance oh, yeah. scene. And like was... I remember it being on like Late night, I don't know if they would be talk shows, but like you know, like the 
magazine shit in the news magazine shows or whatever. Yeah. I remember like hearing he. Yeah. I remember yeah. hearing about it on like stuff like A that. A current too. affair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Entertainment tonight type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh but man, I'm really I was really surprised how much I enjoyed the movie rewatching it. Um I kinda I I saw it as a kid and I remember liking it, but I guess I just kind of pushed it back. Yeah. It's like, okay, I don't really want to <coughs> go back there and spoil something that I that I used to like, but I was really surprised with it. I felt like we had a good time. And I, what I really liked watching it with you, Dave, uh, was when a scene would start up and you'd be like, oh, my God, I forgot, I forgot about, about that. That <laughs> happened like four it did. times. It happened a lot, but <laughs> yeah. it was really cool for you to say that and then be taken back into that moment. Yeah. Uh, the missile wedgie was one where yeah. it's like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> that that would be me because it's probably been like 10 years since I watched that movie. But I watched it so many times. It was one of the movies that like my dad bought on VHS. So like I had it. So I watched it a lot. Yeah. You know, my dad liked that movie so much that he bought. Remember Suncoast? Oh, yeah. God, yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> bought he bought so us, many Cowboy Bebop VHS. There was. Yeah, I bought, <laughs> I bought, I bought, yeah. <laughs> I bought Star Uncut. Trek original series VHSs there. And, and he bought us. He bought him and me. Omega Sector T-shirts. Oh my god! I, I wish uh, I still had that. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> the Omega Sector logo, the last line of defense, yeah. all that shit. Oh, on listen, it. Like, I, there was it. another little bit of trivia that I was telling Dave about last night, and I wanted to make sure I brought it up. So there's a scene in the movie that takes place <clears> where they're escaping from an island where. Arnold and Jamie Lee's characters had been yeah. taken, and then they're, 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 I'm sure you've seen it, Tyler, the scene where the, she gets pulled out of the limo while they're hanging from the helicopter. I don't, I don't think I saw that. Okay, that, that was, was everywhere. Shit. Okay, so <laughs> that happened in the Florida Keys, and at the time, the old seven-mile bridge that connects the farthest island to the mainland had been decommissioned because it was falling apart, and it, they just built a new seven mile bridge basically right next to it so but before it was destroyed they were given permission to use it for the movie because it was going to get destroyed anyway and they were going <laughs> to knock the thing down and let the concrete and all the rubble and stuff become like a coral, coral reef. reef and before they really got started demolishing it james cameron got permission to use this and not only did he get permission to use the bridge for the movie he also somehow talked the Navy into loaning him two Harrier jump jets <laughs> with real missiles. <laughs> okay. Some James Cameron shit. Like, so who else in could the, fucking manage In the movie, this? at one point, the, jump, the Harrier jets are... The terrorists are driving over this bridge, and the Harrier fires a missile and blows parts of the bridge up, and the vans go flying. It's, it's an awesome scene. When I saw the shot, I, I was... I literally said, how did they get that shot? And I said, and that's what with <laughs> missiles. <laughs> with real it's, it's, fucking it's real. <laughs> I was like, uh, so anyway, when I, wa I watched this recently with Tanya, and she loves to go through the trivia of movies, and she oh. picked out one that stuck with me. So the real seven, the new current NU Seven Mile Bridge at the time uh, <clears throat> was, was active. People were using it. 
and they had to stop traffic on this new bridge so that just in case a missile happened to miss or one of the, one of the planned explosions, the timed explosions didn't work right and the new bridge was damaged, people wouldn't actually die. And uh, so they stopped traffic a good mile in any direction away from what, where this was happening. Uh-huh. And while traffic was stopped, the production crew sent women out into traffic and gave people Pepsis and bumper stickers that said, <laughs> I was stopped on the seven-mile bridge by Omega Sector. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I would, that is if awesome. any of you have one of those bumper stickers and want to give it to me, I will take it. <laughs> and I want to put it on my truck because I think that is really neat. But that just kind of goes to show the like production value that this movie had. They spared no expense to make this movie well, as good as it was. That scene where she comes out of the limo hanging from him, right? Isn't as it? Like, the, he is hanging on a helicopter. Right. She is trapped in this limo that's out of control because <clears throat> the driver got shot in the head and the limo is speeding towards a hole in the bridge. Off and the this is rails. no right. Los Angeles City bus, John. This is a limo. <laughs> we can't just jump the gap. Oh, no. So we got to get Jamie Lee out of the top of it. So she sees him come and she's screaming for him. And that moment comes where she just jumps up and grabs his arm. And right as she grabs his arm, the limo goes over the edge and it literally falls out from underneath her. And they carry her away on the helicopter. It is one of the most cool stunt exciting shot. stunts I have yeah. ever seen. It's Every so single well done. time I watch it, I'm just like, God, that was awesome. You know, it's, it is to this awesome. day, it's still impressive. It does bother me that it's like you have something in that helicopter. Like, you, there's <laughs> something in that a, a rope, something, so you don't have to like hang But then you don't me. get that shot of them hanging together. I know you with don't. The back, with the but, sun. But then back you don't put it, your like, life in risk and you increase your chances of her living too. It's just gonna have to, you're just going to have to suspend disbelief for a minute. I know. And know that, yes, they do have helicopters with actual you don't have a, ladders. Couldn't tie them. two rubber dogs together. <laughs> I, I also. Also, I also love the scene. It's at I think it's kind of at the beginning of the movie where they're sort of establishing uh, Harry and I can never remember Tom Arnold's character's name. Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. I don't know. Like they're sort of establishing their relationship as like their partners, and they're like chasing after one of these terrorists, and he stops and fucking starts spraying a fucking Uzi or some shit at them in general the and post. tom arnold who is a rotund <laughs> fellow yeah. takes cover behind a light pole that's about a quarter of his actual oh, yes. width. and the bullets you could see them hitting the light pole but they don't hit him and he like after when he turns and runs uh, away tom arnold just stops for a second like feels all around him to make sure he hasn't been shot kisses his hand and then gives the kiss to the light pole because it saved his life and he taps his nuts yeah his character's name in the movie is gib Gib. And that's it. Yeah. That's, I never there's no last I name. I wouldn't have either. Yeah. As many times as I've seen this, I didn't know that either. Um, Gib. 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 <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Gib. So many uh, just and outrageous classic <laughs> moments in True Lies. But I, I also love that like it is Bless sort of because of the comedic element. 
Bless you. There are scenes like that where you're like, yeah, this is an action movie, but it doesn't take itself too seriously. They cut it. You know, yeah, like they, they cut it. Yeah, they, yeah, they do such a good job of and, that. And like, yeah, like, t- absolutely. There are enough. I I would not like. I'll straight up. I don't think I would like this movie if it if it didn't have the comic relief that it does. Agreed. I yeah. mean, it, it, it would, would be, not. It be would be too much. It would be as fa- much fun. It would be fatiguing to me, like Terminator Two is. Terminator Two is a fatiguing right. movie for right. me. I have a, never stops. It's constant strife. I have a it's, hard yeah. time making. I yeah. I have a hard time making <clears throat> through it with making making it through that movie without feeling like, oh God, how much time is how much longer do I have to endure this? Because not because it's bad. I think it's good, but it's just like it's this is too much. It, yeah, <laughs> no, no, it is. Uh, it is lies. It's heavy. It's it just is heavy. really heavy. And True Lies, True lies does is, a really good job of breaking that with breaking that tension, breaking all that with comic relief that I think really works. I really think this is a funny movie. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the reason we're here. It's not just to talk about the movie, but the video game for the Super Nintendo of the same name that is based on this movie. And I mean, mean, it's like just as good as the movie, right? Like you'd be surprised. We'll get, it's got to be really good because the movie. Was we'll get. Really we're going to get that. there. We got all. <laughs> yeah. We got all kind of notes about this game. Okay. Uh, the game is a top view run. And gun video game based on the film. True roll, a roll and walk gun. A, a roll, roll, a top-down roll and walking walk. gun. <laughs> it was developed by Beam Software, who has developed a few games that we've talked about on this show. I'll start with the best. Back to the Future for the NES. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. That was a joke. They did do that, but that's not the best. Uh, they also did Back to the Future Part 2 and 3 for the NES. Okay. Uh, they did Star Wars for the NES. Ooh. I know, not a good Ooh. one. <laughs> not a good one. Uh, and then we get into the Super Nintendo games. This one makes a lot of sense. Super Smash TV. They did the port mm-hmm. for the SNES. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll save the most That's surprising one for last. Uh, Mech Warrior. They did Mech Warrior, which I thought was a decent attempt at a Super Nintendo version of sure. the game. Uh, they did Radical Rex. Not a great game. Mm. Uh, and then the most surprising one uh, is they did Shadowrun for the SNES. That yep. is. Okay. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. I kind of see it now that you say that. Uh, it, the game was published by Acclaim Entertainment in 1995 as LJN. Because um, we kind of get into that like whole WWF era right. we, we were talking about. Acclaim owns it, but they're releasing some things under the right. moniker of LJN. I assume they did it for True Lies because it's a movie tie-in, and LJN had <clears throat> branded that. You know, you see that on all those movie tie-in games. Jaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they released this on uh, Sega Genesis, Game Gear, Game Boy as well. Uh, but I Game Boy. I, I, I don't quote me on that. They did. I'm going yeah. by memory. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, don't quote me. Because I was trying to look up speed runs, <laughs> and shit. there were more <laughs> runs for the Genesis and for the Game Boy. Is that right? Find for the SNES. I've heard that there's you've you've watched it, so you can confirm this. But I've heard that they're similar to the Super Nintendo game. They're but they're not like ports of the Super Nintendo game. They're not identical. 
It's one of those rare sense. occasions where they like had to, they developed a little bit different version so that it fit well on the screen and played with the controls and that's, stuff. Maybe. Yeah, that's what I that's what I read, but okay. I didn't take the time to play the Genesis and Game Boy Game Gear versions. So the box, box art. art box art it's pretty straightforward big big picture of arnold looking uh, a little not looking arnold. a little not arnold like he's like he's slimmed down they, they like it's well i think the designer probably squished, squished the picture so he could get more on the other side of the box i need to look at the poster because like because i didn't think to do that when i looked at the box art i i immediately thought are they trying to make him more like James Bondish? Are they trying to like make him less make like felt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a, I mean, to is, me, he yeah, looks. He it. doesn't look like a. It's like Anakin Skywalker. He does. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's his sand moment. Man, okay. If only, man. He killed only. them all. <laughs> Fuck, man. I would watch the shit. Schwarzenegger <laughs> <laughs> playing Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> Like, like, hey, all right, get on this shit. <laughs> Two great axe lightsabers. <laughs> Redo the whole fucking As Conan. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's his Jedi get up, is his fucking Conan. And costume. then I want to see Tom Arnold as Obi Wan. <laughs> Harry, right, there. I'm tired of being in the hut. I'm tired of being in the sand hut. <laughs> I've been Next in time, this hut for 15 years. I've been in this hut for 15 years, Harry. <laughs> uh, it was it was all right. I mean, the box art gets across the message it's that tr- this true is lies game. the game based on well, the movie True if Lies. If I knew nothing, I would look at this box art and be like, "Oh, that's the hottest of garbage." It, what do you mean? It, it is not movie game LJN. Oh, just oh. looking, just looking at the box right, art, right, and not knowing that this is the exception to the rule. I would think, oh, my God. Which I am very glad you said, Tyler, because right out of the gate, I'm just going to say it. I liked the fuck out of this game. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. I have thoughts on that. I bet we'll, you do. We'll get to it. I, or, or unless we want to do it right now. Well, no. When we get to good things, bad things, um, we'll, we'll probably get into that a little more. I'm good with that. I'm good to wait on it. Um, yeah. What about a movie or celebrity that would sum up your experience with this game? Well, aside from True Lies and Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, I did have another a movie. Uh, Jingle All the Way uh, is what I picked. And the reason I picked this movie is because, A, Arnold's in it, and, B, he plays a very similar character in the sense that he is like this super busy absentee father that's never home and the kids always being neglected and the wife's being neglected. You know, uh, Jamie Lee ends up getting into a not quite affair with another man who is bringing excitement into her life and his wife in Jingle All the Way, uh, which is um, Tom Hanks' wife. What is her name? Rita Wilson. Wilson is the wife in Jingle All the Way and gets into a not quite... I won't say as much of an affair so much as the neighbor guy comes over and is constantly up in her grill because daddy's never home. Oh, those cookies. <laughs> it's the same kind of thing. So I picked Jingle all the way. Put the cookie down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in case you were going to ask me, uh, my Nick Cage movie this week is True Lies uh, because he played Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter in the film. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I see it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, well done. What <clears throat> you, Dave? Uh, I chose twins. Okay. Because of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And on second thought, <laughs> if anybody else were to play Tom Arnold's role, I'd be cool with Danny DeVito. It could work. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be different. It could work. It would be different. It would, be, yeah, it would, it would be have a, a different feel. You're it would right. have a different feel. But I feel like it could be managed. Tom Arnold's perfect because he's not going to steal the spotlight. As funny, I think he's funny in this movie. Oh, yeah. And as funny, funny as he is in this movie, he's not going to steal the spotlight from, from Arnold. <laughs> yeah. I do think Danny DeVito... Would yeah. probably encroach on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I picked the the 2004 vehicle, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx in Collateral. Fuck Great yeah, that is one of my favorite movie. movies. It's a good movie. Love that. Collateral. Movie. I remember watching it. I was like, oh, this is like a level twentieth character picks up a level one commoner, and they're having to make it work. Because Tom Cruise yeah. is like super elite, <laughs> mega assassin. What? Tom with, Cruise in a movie? I know, being super really? Elite? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> what? Huh. I like it though because Tom Cruise doesn't. Tom Cruise very rarely. He very rarely. Ask Elron Hubbard. He is elite. <laughs> he, he very rarely plays a bad guy. Like, like Collateral is one of the only movies I can think of where he's the heavy. He is not a good dude. And like, you know, like he's doing bad shit. You know, Jamie Lee Fox is like trying Jamie to. Lee pr- Fox, Jamie, Jamie Lee Fox. Jamie Lee Fox. <laughs> is that a Wheel of Fortune puzzle? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox is trying to get Jamie him. Jamie Lee Fox and Tom Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> there you go. Give, give me a couple more beers and that would have happened. I guarantee you. <laughs> Like, but yeah, like, I love that movie, and one of the reasons I love that movie so much is because it's a Michael Mann movie, which uh, mm-hmm. Michael Mann did like Heat mm-hmm. and a bunch of other '90s action movies, and he was always super realistic with the gunplay, like he did all Miami of Vice as well. Yes, yeah, the show, yeah, yeah, fucking great theme song. Uh, but one of the things I love in that movie is that Jamie Foxx's character is a fucking cab driver. He don't know shit. He's a level one commoner. He yeah. is. He's a level one commoner. He don't know shit about guns. He's like, you know, he's just he's just a fucking cab driver. And at one point, he wrecks the fucking car. Uh, Tom Cruise's character is knocked out for a little bit, but his gun flies out of the car. Jay, uh, Jamie Foxx runs up, gets out of the car, manages to get to the gun, close. tries to hey, shoot. He almost did it. Well, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> he tries to shoot the glass door out of a building to, to you know just get away, and the pistol he's using is an HK USP, which has a safety on it. And he doesn't realize, like, it shows in the movie, he's sitting there trying to fucking squeeze around off, and he can't. He, it, and, like, he looks at it and figures out that there's a safety on it. And I just love that because in, like, normal movies, people just know how to use every gun they pick up. You know, and I loved that because it, they show. it was a degree right. of realism sure. that you don't see in a lot of movies. Yeah. I love the moment whenever, like, Jamie Foxx almost gets away from him. He's like walking away, thinking he forgot it. And then he, he, I remember Tom Cruise walks back. Come on, come on! 
damn it. Yeah. <laughs> He's eating bits like, what am I going to do? <laughs> just yeah. fucking follows him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but the, the game was just, you know, a singular badass guy murdering hundreds and hundreds of people with a little text box comic relief here and there. John Wick Like the Collateral, game. where Tom Cruise murders hundreds and hundreds of people, and Jamie Lee Fox is making jokes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie it's Lee more Fox. like, like Fox. 10, but... Yeah. It's her name now, <laughs> Jamie Lee Fox. It's also J- Jamie Fox's name now, so he and... They are one. They are one. They, they, have, been, they have been merged... <laughs> It is Tetsuo! Tetsuo! <laughs> Thank you, Tyler, for that. I want Tom Arnold Schwarzenegger, too. I love that yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we got some good things to say. Some good things, some bad things. Well, I have plenty of good things. I got things some good to things say. to say. Uh, I thought the graphics and sound were great. I had no problem with those. I thought the interface uh, was slick. Well proportioned, comfortable, and easy to use. I thought that down at the bottom, you know, you have your weapons that you can get, and you can cycle through those very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, Gib Tom Arnold coming in to talk to you and give you um, objectives in your mission, and it uses an actual picture of Tom Arnold. Nice. The little cutscenes. Thank God. Yeah, right. Finally, we got him. <laughs> right. But he looks like Griffin McElroy for whatever reason. <laughs> Every time he'd pop up, I'd be like, Michael, oh, Tom Arnold, okay. That's good. That's really good. Is he he ever comedic when he's giving you the... Okay, good. That's fucking fantastic. Of course, it's all text-based, obviously, but yes, it's funny stuff that comes out there because they keep that consistent. Uh, Which is really nice. It is really nice. That is a nice touch they didn't have to do. But it again, I think one of the things I'm going to say about this game is that they really tried... Very hard to keep the feeling of the movie going. I agree with in that. this game, yes. and that to do that they needed Tom Arnold's image and his wit. Yeah. Then the scenes between different levels were actual shots and scenes from the movie. You don't see oh, that in a lot of games, see. like Terminator Two. Exactly, <laughs> and these were real shots from the movie. You could tell they again they spared no expense here to make sure that this experience was as close to the movie as they could conceivably get on the Super Nintendo while still making it a fun game. Um, The, uh, I thought one of the neat things about the game was that the enemies could hurt themselves. They'll throw grenades at you. And if they're too close to the grenade or another enemy, you could pacifist run. Yeah. You absolutely could. You could. They could kill each other. The bad guy will throw a grenade. And if it lands near another bad guy, he will get blown up by that grenade. And I thought that was a nice touch. They don't give a fuck. Friendly fire. (laughs) Friendly fire is exactly how I wrote that down. And then, um, I know we might get into this a little more, so just bear with me, but the bathroom fight scene in the game, uh, you walk into the bathroom, and the, these guys keep coming out of the stalls. Uh, it's like they're coming out of the toilet, I guess. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It was a Goalies. very, very, very difficult part of the game, but what I loved about it That's was... I quit. Well, I girl, same. <laughs> girl, same. Why were there 10 guys in that bathroom stall? Well, I knew there was a trick to it. Well, I, I couldn't leave. Like, you try to leave, and you just, well, you're blocked. Here's what I assume. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I don't want to. I actually said... 
I need you to give me a second before we start talking about this. You did. For a you reason. Well, because I, okay. what, what I like... <laughs> forget it. I'm out. No, no, no. no. Do no. what you want to do. I'm done. <laughs> it was neat know. that the bathroom doors took damage. That's all I was going to try to say before we got into the discussion about the bathroom. But and, well, that could be part of the discussion, right? I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying I didn't want to know that. I'm just saying it could be part of the discussion. <laughs> and I feel like... If I anyone is listening, because you just come kill me, <laughs> I'll give you my address. Just DM me on Discord, bit.ly slash Tadpog Discord. I'll tell you my address. You don't want to do just, that. Come get just me. look for the robot out in the yard. It's two houses over. <laughs> Johnny, the Johnny Five. Well, I, go so, ahead. Just fine. It's fine. Let's well, le leave it out. Let's go. So the doors... I didn't get past this level, but I, f I got pretty upset because I noticed the doors taking damage, and I was like, "If to stop these dudes from coming out of the toilets, I need to destroy these stall doors." Yeah, no, Is never, that what you I need to do? I don't know. Because fuck that. No, 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 no. See, I think the trick was. Here's what I ended up having to do because I wanted to see as much of this game sure. as possible. I put in the code for invincibility. Okay. So I okay. could keep playing. Sure. But no, the reason I even brought up the... I don't think the doors had anything to do with it. I just thought it was neat that you could damage the doors. Here's what it I... It seemed like environmental damage. Yes. But oddly enough, the environmental damage... It was like the only part of the game that had that. Yeah, and so, I, think, I think that was the clue. Because here's what I noticed in that level. or That, that very last bit. There's three stalled doors... Yes. That take damage. And there are... The others just come off. The right? others are... Yeah, they I think they're vanish. just gone. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, out of two of these doors are dudes in green shirts, and the, the middle ones. door comes a uh, dude in a red shirt. And what I noticed was, I'm just... I don't know what to do. They just keep coming out. Like, I kill one, another one pops out of the door. It's just yeah. this constant oh. stream of just toilet dudes. And there's like... <laughs> I and I noticed I was like, so I'm fucking like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like dying, so I'm just shooting everything with a shotgun. And that's when I noticed, oh, the door's taking damage. Um, so I shoot another couple rounds into that door in the center one, and I'm like, oh, that guy in the red shirt stopped spawning. Maybe I have to destroy these doors to get the guys to stop spawning. Right. He but hates I these doors. He hates these doors. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know because I there's I overwhelmed <laughs> too many guys. Too it was too it was too much. And I then fucking ponytail comes out and fucking breaks your shit. That. Yeah, there's I, a boss after that. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know how anyone. This is a very hard game. Yeah, even on normal, I don't know how anyone. I look for easy. It doesn't exist. There's no it's easy. normal or hard. Yep. Unless you put in invincibility. And there, that's funny that you can do that. And, you know, there's codes, there's passwords, which I think is a good thing. Because, I mean, honestly, if you want to see the whole game, you have to turn on invincibility. I don't see how anybody can beat this. I'm sure people can. Sure. But I personally would not have made it even to that part of the game without it. Well, it, I, I Dark Souls it the whole way. Did you? So, like, once the first level, when I realized, like, oh, I'm just getting killed constantly. All right, I'm just jumping. I'm just, just jumping and, and rolling dying. constantly. Yeah, I'm not yeah. firing my gun. It's really good anything. that I'm they... I'm just doing this over uh -huh, and over uh -huh. and over. And that leads into, like, one of my good things. I think it's really cool how, like, in the first mission, Gib, 
is like, hey, uh, just try to blend in, essentially. He's like, keep it cool. God, I know <laughs> what you're going to say. Walk around your gum, drop inside your head. I know. Around <laughs> the butlers. But, but if you don't shoot anybody, if you don't start none, there is none. <laughs> so they're like, gu- they're like guards. The, Won't the, be none. Yeah, there's like guys in blue suits, and I, they're like guards at the party. Right. And I mean, I guess, like you said, keeping a low profile is holding your gun up your head like this, you know, but they will not shoot. You right. Which I think is cool. Unless you That's, shoot them first. You don't see that a lot in video games from now, this era. I mean, <laughs> you want to shoot them. Yeah. Because they get in your fucking way. You yeah, can't they're make really those one of my bad things. And homie running with your running with your gun up by your head is some 1980s cop TV yes, shit. Yes, man. For sure. Is, like, who the fuck does that? That role, you should be able to roll through people. Yes, that would make this game like one notch better, in my opinion. Because I agree, the people are constantly getting in front of you, which is fine. Like I get it. There's some. It would be fine if it felt more tactical. Like if the body blocking felt more tactical, but usually it just felt like a random, a random frustrating thing that happened. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I would yes. just like turn to another cycle around the room just by jumping just to and come reset back them and try to get, get through them. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like playing Lemmings or something, and it's like you could get you would get attacked by the guys, and you know if the guys are shooting at you. The other thing that was like. An interesting but also very frustrating Can't part. Can't wait to talk about this. Was the killing going. of civilians. Yes. So anytime there was an enemy, and it, I, you know, there were plenty of times in the movie where a, a civilian was grabbed. <laughs> John just me. opened just opened the beer on the other side of the door. <laughs> Why are you opening secret beers, bro? <laughs> I was trying not to interrupt the show. That's Try to fine. be courteous. Yeah. No, that's that's, <laughs> that's all right. But it, there's plenty of points in the movie where civilians are used as human shields, right? This this was crazy. There was always someone shooting at you near a civilian, yes. and if you kill three civilians, game. Over. Right. It doesn't matter how many lives you have. It doesn't matter shit. Your game ends. Tom Arnold Gibb comes on there and says, you know, I can't believe you killed another civilian. This is too much. You've blown your cover. The mission is a complete failure. And then it shows the nuke going off and yeah. the game is over. The first time he's pretty okay with it. He's yeah, like, don't he's shoot like, the taxpayers. This is an election year. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Oh, game over? Oh, okay. Don't <laughs> shoot the taxpayers. Yeah. This is an election year. Um, That's good. That's good. Fun fact, even when you're invincible, if you kill too many civilians, you, you game over. Hmm. Uh, so that you still have to be careful about that. And uh, But, yeah, it was like... There was a couple of. I only got through like three levels before I had ran out of time. I wanted. I'm gonna probably finish up and play some more of this. But the scene at the beginning, there's civilians fucking everywhere. And the scene at the mall. Well, in in the beginning too, the civilians are like. The guards and the civilians are like wearing the same color a lot of yep. the time. Yeah. And it, and it, I know they did that on purpose to like it's a shame, it. champagne bottle or a gun. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. They're yeah. Also holding, yeah. <laughs> so you, then you have to wait to see if you're going to get shot, right? As to whether or not you can shoot them back. Shoot them back, <laughs> right? Um, and when they shoot at you, baby, they shoot a lot. Yes, and they you do. Gotta, you die. You get a nice large health bar. 
but it goes down really quickly. Um, I think that one of the other good things is that that's fairly well offset by placement of health packs. I do think they give you plenty of opportunities to stay alive. They do, but you have to explore to find them. You have to explore to find them, which can be kind of Which you have to explore anyway, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, because it's maze-like. There's there's lots of maze-like elements in this game. You're looking for keys, or you're looking for parts to it's the thing. It's a little Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I got Zombies Ate My Neighbors mm-hmm. vibes. I got Jurassic Park for SNES mm-hmm. vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, um, Smash TV yep. uh, because of the top-down. Uh, one thing I really wanted to talk about, I wasn't sure I waffled. I was like, is this a good thing or a bad thing? I wasn't sure at first because at first it was just an interesting thing. It was like dissonance because this, and when you shoot a civilian, the first time I did it on accident, they bleed. They the bleed and scream. And, th- and it was like, is this a Sega Genesis game or is this a Super Nintendo game? Yeah, I know. Because it was like... And then it's a it, James Cameron game. It, it, <laughs> it was so jarring that I paused and then looked at the box art to see if this was after the ESRB. Because oh. like, I was like, how, what, how did this happen? You don't... There's no blood in fucking Mortal Kombat right. on the yeah. Super Nintendo. I thought the they same thing. They fucking bleed sand in that game. But you can straight up Grand Theft Auto dudes in uh, <laughs> True Lies. For John the has a point. That's how powerful. That's how powerful James, <laughs> James Cameron. 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 Get the Navy. Get the ESRB. They'll do whatever. It's, when you it's shoot wild. a when you shoot a female civilian, she screams like. <laughs> And yeah. he falls to the floor in a pool of blood. Yeah. I mean, Holy it is shit. It is, it's I graphic. Was, I had the same reaction. I was like, is, is this Super well, Nintendo? I know. What the <laughs> fuck? Am I playing a ROM hack? Oh my God. I thought the same fucking thing. I'm like, there's no way Nintendo yeah. let this it's, happen. It is, it is wild. It really is. Like, I can't. I have a hard time naming you a Super Nintendo video game that has blood in it. Yeah. I don't think there's blood in Primal Rage. I mean, all these fighting games. Nothing like, in Shaq Fu, nothing. There's not even a butt crack in um, <laughs> they, they, they edited game. out yeah. the butt crack. <laughs> Another world. Another world, yeah. thank you. Yeah, man. It. I mean, it really, it fucking, it blew my hair back. I mean, I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't have a, I don't have a problem with it. It was just like, it was just so unexpected. It was so unexpected. What are you? And jarring. Um, but yeah, I mark. I ended up marking it as a good thing because of the funny things that Tom Arnold says when you kill people. <laughs> yeah. Um, what other good things did y'all have? Um, uh, I thought the game not only through Tom Arnold's quips kept with the humor of the movie. I thought that the names of the stores in the mall were <laughs> absolutely Oh my god. Ridiculous. I took screenshots of these just to go back and look at them again and Here laugh. are my favorites. Yeah, oh, please do. Oh, I cannot <laughs> wait. So, so in the mall, there are these stores as you find in a mall. Here are the names of some of them. Rat in a Dish. <laughs> Harry's Cheese Emporium. Harry's Aerosol, Aerosol Cheese, cheese Emporium. Emporium. Aerosol. <laughs> Earl's House of Twine. <laughs> Uncle Furry's. <laughs> Wig I out. called it. Wig out. <laughs> two G's. With two G's. <laughs> Slapheads. God, I love it. 
<laughs> I love that. It, it made me chuckle. No, I I'm liked like, it a lot. Put these little things in here it's, to keep you laughing. It's just so like stupid, but it's great. Yeah, I mean, it's no, it really is. Yeah, it's great. It was one of those where it's like. I wonder what the next store is called. Yeah, you kind of like looking <laughs> to see if, if, is it, if they didn't reuse anything. Everything <clears throat> was named. So, uh, there was like the hat gap or the... Ma- there was well, a uh, humor gap. Thing. Humor yeah. gap. Thank you. Humor <laughs> gap. Yeah. Hat I want to see the ROM hack where they put... They changed the store names to like the names of the, the business next to Bob's Burgers. That changed <laughs> at the beginning of the <laughs> yes. <show>. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, I wish you could move and shoot at the same time. We have to stop, and you get the eight-way eight-way directions. Oh yeah! But to be able to like move and shoot and strafe would have been nice. As opposed to stop, move, and you shoot. Of course, you don't shoot in front of you. You shoot off to the side slightly, and you right. have to, you have to play the angles a lot. The angles yes. were tough. To, mm. to you could be standing literally right next to an enemy and firing your around them, and it'll go around <laughs> them because you got there's a hit box. And it's really narrow on all of the enemies. Mm. Um, it did. I agree. I, I think it felt it felt awkward. It's, it's interesting because it makes the most sense that you're shooting from the right mm-hmm. side because you're holding the gun. So they're shooting Weaver stands. Yeah, they're not versus... shooting. Yeah, no, he's it's just on the side. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, th- that was problematic. There was one you could actually lock your firing position. Yeah, uh, by holding one of the buttons, and mm-hmm. you could move and shoot while you were doing that. I think. Yeah, as you're strafing, <laughs> but you're only if, see, only in that, that one yeah. direction. I was just right. stopping, yeah. okay. turning around. That's mostly back. what I, I did. That's too. mostly what I did too. Because as much as I think the controls were were fine, yeah, and and they'd really go out of their way. You can like customize the controls, and by that I mean you can don't get too impressed. You can choose between four pre made controller layouts. Okay, it's not exactly what I want because I want to be able to switch through weapons with L and R. You, you know can, what I mean. Uh, you can, can you really? Uh huh. I didn't realize that. That would have been yeah. a huge help to me. So you don't have to take your thumb off of the fire button or whatever, right? Yeah. To switch it, no, you could or even like select or something. I, I, yeah, I didn't realize that you could. And but- I played on the Steam Deck, um, and the stick actually worked really well for this game because of the directional shooting. Normally, yeah. I would just use the D pad, but yeah. I actually used the stick, and that helped. The stick quite was a, a lot bit. better. I did the same. It felt more like. Um, Ikari Warriors, you remember that? Where yeah. you would turn the dial to shoot. It kind of felt like that. Hmm. So it helped a little bit. Yeah. It was still hard to hit enemies. And the range yeah. of your weapons was obviously shorter for shotgun, pistol. Okay. Uzi was yeah. farther. You know, there's grenades. Uh, one of the other things I was going to say was neat is you could like actually throw a grenade over a wall. Yeah. And oh. hit an enemy. So, like, you didn't have this like invisible <clears throat> barrier that goes up into space. If there was an enemy on the other side of a wall or a fence, you said it was top down. It yes. is top down. So if it's not like a wall, wall, like if right, you're in a right. like there's a there's you're a, in a building. There's like a hedge maze kind of thing. You could throw yeah. grenades over the fences. So it implies and the hedge maze. that you're <clears throat> lobbing them. It implies yeah. that you're getting some height yes. on that, and it gets bigger and then smaller. But you could throw it oh. over stuff, which and I they don't explode immediately either. Yeah, there's, there's a, a timer. There's a timer there is, on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's well, like a good. nine second timer. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. it would be nice if you could cook up. it. Well, you yeah. could. You could cook it. Could you, really? if you held down the button. God, man, it would cook, and then you could let it go. That's awesome. Yeah. I wish I would have known that too. I guess I just assumed that. You just toss. That you just toss. Yeah, it. no, yeah. you can you can cook them. I 
I would have the problem though where I would forget that I, I would go for a minute without shooting at anything and I would forget I'm on grenades. And so I would be like tap, 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 and then throwing like, grenades. Five fucking grenades. I'm like, shit. They <laughs> only let you carry nine grenades. And I just threw more than half of them over the wall or whatever, but at one guy, you know. Like, that one guy's guy super He's dead. He's fucking though. dead as like, fuck. Yeah. Really dead. Uh, I got really nervous about using the grenades because they would fuck you up. Um, so I didn't use yeah, them. Yeah, they a could lot. hurt you for sure. Um, I never got any. <laughs> really? I mean, basically because I would just roll to the exit uh, as fast as I speed could. Speed running. Yep. Yeah. I threw a real grenade once, and it was like one of the scariest things yeah, I've ever fucking I, done in my life. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that <laughs> unless I had to. Like, I threw two actually. They do make it. you throw two. <laughs> yeah. Um, I felt like there were too many enemies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got that on my list. That's number one, actually, for <laughs> bad things. And there's an exclamation point after it. <laughs> Too many enemies. And this is where I get into... I, I did have some more good things. Uh, but but since we're on this topic, um, earlier when you said you thought this was a good game, and I said I, I want to talk about that, it's because I also think that this is a good game, but... The longer I played it, the less I liked it. I really, really liked this game the first hour. Yeah, like yeah. I real, I was like, this is fucking fun. It looks good. It the controls are a little get. It takes a little to get used to, but I mean, it's fine. It and it felt refreshing. Um, I would have assumed that this would have been a platformer. I would have assumed this was like some kind of Terminator style game mm. where you just walk from left to right and shoot people. Right. So this was neat. This was like, okay, cool. They're doing something different. Had a lot more dimension. It did. And I could tell that they were really trying to stay true to the movie. For and sure. I thought that was that goes a long way too. Yeah, it really did. But what and I think it's because of so many enemies, I just I've got the longer I played it, the more it was like, Jesus it was exhausting. Christ, this is monotonous. <laughs> it was monotonous and exhausting. Did you get to the subway? Did you play no, the subway? No, I, I couldn't figure out how to get to the bat through the bathroom. I yeah. mean, I, that was just like, and I died there, and I was like, another good thing about this game, it has password saves. Yes, after each level. But I didn't want to do it again. I was like, man, I don't want to play through this mall. I got to play yep. through this whole fucking yep. mall level again. Just to like get to the bathroom and be like, okay, now I got to figure out how to do it. It was just like <laughs> that's a pass for me, dog. Like on level two, I don't think so. so it, lost, <laughs> it lost us at the same point. Yeah, <clears throat> but I mean, you talked about the guns earlier, the pistol, shotgun, Uzi. There's a flamethrower. Oh well. man, I would have loved to have gotten to that. It's pretty great. But it was really nice because those guns felt really different yeah they did and they should feel different and they wouldn't necessarily feel that different in other games like you can see like when you shoot the shotgun three abstract representations of bullets come out but it's in a spread and it and it's right. this and it it's doesn't this, have range it yeah it's, right it falls this, off real quick yeah, yeah it's this sense yeah. where it's like they thought about the guns they were putting in the game they didn't just Put a bunch of guns that look different. They tried kind of to the simulate shit. some physics. Yeah. Well, and yeah. one other thing they really did well, I think, is that your pistol, your default pistol, you never run out of ammo. You got a 15 round clip, and there's a time but period you have where, he, reloads. where he reloads, and so you can't shoot during reload. But and it reloads. That is and actually, you, yeah. You don't have a impressive. point where it's you cool. run out of ammo. Now, 
as Tyler has said, you could speed run through this game and never fire a shot except for the spots where you have to shoot things to progress. But it doesn't make you... It doesn't require you to stop progressing through a level to go have to find fucking ammo. Yeah. You've always got something that you can use as a weapon. Now, does like the Uzi and the shotgun, do they have limited? Those are limited only by what you can pick up. But if you're out of everything, you've got a pistol. You've always got your pistol, which I thought was really good because I've had more than a few games where... Once you run out of ammo, you're done until you find more ammo. And then that becomes the focus, which takes you out of the experience. Yeah, absolutely. I do wish there was a melee. Uh, Oh, God. I I I wish you could just hit somebody. Because there were so many times where it's like, I'm trying to hit somebody. If I don't have the shotgun... Shotgun's great, obviously, up close. But if I'm using my pistol and trying to like hit a random guy who's just scrambling, and they move I was just like, I fast. wish I could just punch this motherfucker because, like, yep. yeah, and you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's going to fucking hurt when you punch him. Right. And, yeah. I mean, even exactly. it, even Harry if it was like knock back and hard. stun and, and then shoot. Uh, if if your role could have been used as <laughs> a stun or as that would have been, oh, that would have been, yeah. perfect. that would have been nice. But all it, and it's great. The role is great for dodging. The bullet storm that's yeah, constantly you're coming at you. Invincible while you're rolling. Yeah, you're invincible while oh, you're rolling, okay. and it does cover quite a bit of distance. You're vulnerable when you stand up. So there's like uh-huh. there's there's a little oh, reload. Time, you're right. Yeah, but that would have been nice to have been able to use as a as a hit. Yeah, as a that would have been nice. Just so you could freeze somebody and then unload on them while they're standing still. Because sometimes those enemies would just move like little fucking mice. I mean, they were just like, and you couldn't even turn fast enough. So you got to like anticipate his, the box that he's walking in to possibly shoot him. And even shooting them doesn't stop them from moving. So oh, wow. you, it's yeah. it can be that, yeah, it that was really it sure stopped them from moving. And that would make a difference. Like that yeah. would that that alone I think would make the difference for me where it's like I would feel like I don't need a melee. It would still be nice. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, if I shoot a guy and he's still alive but it like even if it like hinders his movement a little Just bit, something. Because you talking Ian saying they move like mice is the goddamn fucking truth. Because yeah. they're like just scrambling around. Oh, it's like God. that old like football game, you know, or like yeah. vibrates. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's like at a fifty times the speed kind of deal. Where it's, it's just like, what are these fuckers doing, man? Fed right. them all no, a bunch of coke before they went out. There's into no the like field. rhyme or reason about their like where they're going. Yeah, it's the AI is questionable. Yeah. It really is. Except they're real. Really good at aim. They're good yes. shots. Yeah. They can hit you. And then I think I also added to my bad things uh, list that I was really hoping that there would be a level where you ride a horse. I know. And chase right? the I was going to jump off a building. Yeah. Because I went through the instruction manual and I didn't see horse there controls. There was no so horse I control. <laughs> I saw Harrier jet controls. I wish. See, that's why I want to oh, keep playing okay. it. Because I only got. I ran. I literally was playing it too late. I ran out of time. Even Invincible, I had challenges getting through the subway level, which was like playing Frogger. And there were points where you had to like make sure that you got from this little gap to this little gap before, before the subway the came comes. through and destroys you. Um, even in Invincible mode, uh, the subway can wow. kill you. Why do they put a subway level in it? I, well, I, it's filler because they needed more levels, I think. And so it's like the same reason they made the... Instead of there being a scene where you chase the guy on, a, on while you're on a horse, yeah. it's the hedge maze. 
Uh, they just man, that's a bummer. It is that's a missed opportunity. Yeah, I, I think that this would have been a fun uh, kind of Mario Run kind of situation. They could have yeah. even done a little Mode Seven here. Where you're just you're right. moving side have. to side and dodging things and shooting, maybe Indiana Jones, <laughs> yes, uh, uh, minecart exactly. style. Exactly. <laughs> I think that would have been a fun addition, and it could have utilized some mode seven. I think they would have not had the room to do it though. This is just a lot of action, a lot of things going on in this game. But uh, I haven't made it past that point, so I don't know what. I don't know what's coming next. Well, I read I, about some Harrier jet controls. That That's all sounds I'll say. like fun but i was gonna say i'm sure there's probably a level where you're on the island and you've got a so i think that's her. before that is the subway and oh there, and i think after okay. that you go to yeah I, I don't know but i'm gonna i actually am gonna get back into this one cool and just run through the levels just to see what else it's got yeah um this see, time it wasn't a matter of me giving up it was just i ran out of time i didn't yeah. have time to play it so see i don't get me wrong like i understand that you know, you want a game to be challenging and everything, but like, I always hate it when like the degree of difficulty is the thing that's wrong with the game. Yeah. You know, like an otherwise really fun, really good, well put together game is just ruined by the fact that they made one particular part just too ridiculously hard. Well, I'm not. Yeah. You know? I'm when I play a, and it makes me wonder, like. Like, what's up with the devs, man? Like, what's up but, with the, the people who test this game? Are they just, like, I don't know. To me, a lot of times, that's how I decide whether I like a game or not. Because there are plenty of games that i played that are, I mean, challenging. But it's like, yeah, but, I mean, there's so much that I like about this game that I'm going to stick with it. And that might have... That might have been me in 1995 when sure. this game came out. Yeah, I was going to say that, that the really might have been between now and then. It's not. You know? It's it. It wasn't enough to hold me now uh, in 2023. But maybe in 95, I could see this. Sure, I could see this holding. There's enough substance here where it's like, okay, yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to stick with this. I I believe that I can do it, and it's fun enough kind of deal well and for me a cinematic platformer type of game if it's well done i actually just kind of want to be in it and go through and play and have a little bit of a challenge and a little bit of fun like i'm reenacting the movie if you will you know yeah. it doesn't have to be this hard to be this to be good and i think yeah. that does hurt it a it lot so, it yeah. sounds like easy could have saved this game easy could well, have like, ha like, would have helped me enjoy it more well, well and like the other thing is about having an easier difficulty is it gives you a chance to go through the game and, and sort of learn. learn it yeah yeah and, and learn it so you're not like getting swarmed by dudes in the bathroom when you're like how do i progress <laughs> right right yeah. so you've established that by running through on easy so when you get to normal you know what you the know fuck what to do it's just is. more of yeah. a challenge yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I can't even nice. imagine what the hard version would have been. Yeah. I, I mean, this felt this game felt like it was on hard mode. Yeah, at normal, well, and it it kind of it kind of sucks in the regard where it's like very few times in this game did I feel like Harry Tasker. I felt like <laughs> <laughs> felt like 
Gib. Gib. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like if he was just put out where it's like, I got to like get through all these guys and survive. Like, because yes. Harry is a fucking badass yeah. all the time in yeah. the movie. Yes. And it's like, he's practically he's, invincible, that, right. which is why <laughs> I, that's how I justified playing with invincibility. Turn I like on, that. Cause that motherfucker Dude. doesn't even really get hurt and in that entire movie. So I'm, I'm going to turn on invincibility. So I'm sorry. Like, he gets hurt emotionally when he thinks his wife, <laughs> that's, true, that's, that's true. That's true. He, he, that is his weakness. That is his one weakness. Now, uh, I know this goes back to more the movie than the game, but like the scene on the island, that was the first time I can remember seeing in a movie like a uh, a protagonist being like such a badass that he tells the bad guy what he's going to do and then <laughs> does it. The and the bad guy yeah. can't do anything yeah. about yeah. it. You know, I was like, thinking like, about using you as a human shield, and then I'm going to pick up that spike over there and throw it into his skull. <laughs> and then I was thinking about breaking your neck. And then he How does that. Do that? <laughs> you remember the handcuffs? <laughs> I picked Pick them. them. <laughs> He's like high on truth serum at the time. And yeah, just, yeah. His He's little sodium pentothal. So, since we're back playing. to the movie for just a minute. John, I'm so glad you're here because I want to talk about a part in the movie. Okay. I want to get your thoughts I gotta on it. I got to remember it. I, I may not remember it. I so. need you to myth bust some shit for me. I need to All figure right. this because I don't know how this shit works. But there's a part in the movie where uh, Jamie Lee Curtis drops an Uzi that's firing and then it spins and hits oh. steps <laughs> on the way down and kills probably a dozen terrorists. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm not, I, I will be honest with you. I am not intimately familiar with the Uzi platform. Okay. Uh, so I can't really speak to this, but I will say this. I know that the Uzi is a fully automatic weapon in that, you know, I, I'm not with even a hair. Trigger. It does have a very light trigger, this so it would not take a lot of impact to probably set to make it, it off. Fire. But and also because this is like a slinky, that and also if I remember correctly, the Uzi fires from an open bolt. So most guns, the bolt is closed when it fires, and then the bolt is pushed back by the by the blowback like the from yeah, yeah from the blowback from the round. So if I remember correctly, I know the Mac ten, I think the Uzi also fires from an open bolt, which means and well, I, I I want to pause for just a second and which say means, that I assumed that it was an Uzi. I don't know. It is. It is absolutely it's a micro Uzi. Okay. If I remember, because it's a little one. Little bitty guy. My cruise. Yeah. My cruise. A, a, a full <laughs> a full size Uzi is like a two hand. Yeah, it's a know, weapon. Gun. The Uzi. The, uh, the, the micro Uzi. Yeah. The micro Uzi. The micro Uzi and the Fluzi. Yeah. The micro Uzi fires from an open bolt. Which gives them a higher rate of fire. Uh, so, yeah, it would spit out a lot of rounds. Uh, with full auto, you do tend to have to hold the trigger down. That's so, what I was. So, the impact causing the trigger to go off, I mean, that's definitely possible, but it probably wouldn't be a f just a constant spray. Yeah. It would probably be more of a momentary pop, pop, pop. So that's what happens, and I actually very carefully watched okay. this last right. night. To see what, where it fired. When, when it the fired. gun is pointed inward, it is not firing. It actually only goes off by happenstance while when it's, it's pointed out. outward towards is, the approaching okay, terror. Okay, but okay. are bullets is, coming out of it when it's not on the step? 
is that when the bottom of the magazine is hitting the surface? The because top it, of the gun hits the surface. We're going to have okay. to go to the tapes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're we're going to have to go to the tapes. We, we really do. We're going to start with that if, super slow if, mo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It would make sense that right. the gun would likely only fire when it's actually being impacted sure. and slightly after when it's being impacted. She fires the gun, and it is in the process of firing... When she drops it, because the recoil causes her to freak out and drop the gun. Okay, and she throws it. And it stops firing, but then every time the top of the gun hits the step. Okay, okay. No, that's. It spins around a little, it fires, bop, 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 and then it hits again, goes around, bop, 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 bop. If it fires when impacted, it, that it, is it definitely more realistic. Hey, man, it's on YouTube. Okay. That I mean, is a Mac 10. That's not a newsie. Oh, okay. Should have curved the bullets. What she should have okay. curved okay, those now, bullets. Now there are several times <laughs> that was. These are from the Matrix. <laughs> they started out with that. Oh, that's the uh, shoe they, lies. No, 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 no. <laughs> Every time I look at it, it's shoe <laughs> lies. Okay. I got you. Oh yeah, they're showing dudes from other movies get killed by Getting the Uzi. Killed by man. the Uzi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, by the Mac 11. It's either that, a Mac 10 or a really Mac 11. Commentary okay. on the Matrix. Depending on whether or not it it's 9mm or 45. It's did Mac you see enough, though? Like, Or do you need it, to find a clean cut? Uh, it did look like from the first part I saw that it was firing as it rotated through, through the air, which is probably unlikely uh, that that would ever actually happen. Now, that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> hey man, I said unlikely. You wanted to know how the sausage is made. Yeah. Not impossible. Can you lie to me a little bit? Not, Can you give me, it's give it's me not impossible. It's not impossible. <laughs> that needs to come into the lexicon like immediately. I'll forget it on the way home. What did Same. you say? Did, can you to, rubber, can dog rubber dog it? To rubber, rubber dog, dog it. To, to, to lie that makes one feel better. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, if there's enough. Like, if you can defeat the pressure of the firing pin return spring, then the firing pin will come so forward. you're saying we could make a gun that does this. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, like, the most unsafe thing ever. We could make but a yeah, you could, gun. You could probably do saying. it. Yeah, but you saw how many terrorists you got rid of. <laughs> we'll call it... We'll call it the floozy. The, f- the, the we'll floozy, the yeah. Floozy. The flak ten. The flak. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Well, how about uh, buy rent or birthday? Well, d- what about the did it deliver? You want to do that? Did we do that? Or, or we have done for you? So where did it, where did it, you where did it lose you? Where did it win you? Just yeah. immediately, I felt like I was playing a true representation of the movie. I thought it was very well put together and very well thought out to be the video game of True Lies. Uh, but like you, Dave, I felt like at some point it was frustratingly hard, and I didn't want to... Without that code, I would have given up a lot sooner than I did. It, so it got you right out of the gate, but it lost you. At the I won't bathroom. say that it lost me, but I saw it from through the lens of as it just playing it like normal. This ain't happening. So yeah, it would have it would have lost me at that point. Giving you the option to put in invulnerability helps if you're interested in seeing what's coming or what's you know the new yeah. le- the different levels and stuff, but. 
just playing oh, yeah. through it. I got I need more time than I'm gonna have at my age. Again, I think this is one of those things as yeah. a child over the summer. Sure, spend yeah. the time doing it. Why not? Right. Then it would have been better. I'm with you on that one, David. And I think it's um not only the age, but also the time. <laughs> like I mean, like the the year. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. like this in '95, I think would have been. Oh, it's it's great in '95. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of really cool stuff at play. A little, a lot of sur- surprising things at play. Not beyond the blood, but that like, yeah. I mean, fuck, man. Yeah, they could just, yeah, they could have just put an ad out and been like, the Super Nintendo game has blood in it, and this game would have sold like flown a off the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that is no I joke. Calling up Blockbuster. Do you have any copies of True Lies? For the fucking last time, no. They're all rented for a week. They just have a wall of them. I am really <laughs> shocked. Like, I, I wonder if there's a story about how that happened. Because there may be. I mean, there's got to be it's, something to that. It's wild like, because there is an EOS, there is an ESRB rating on it, and it is teen. And it's one of those where it's like, so what then does make like, what does make a mature game then? Because like, well, was it a piece of like, software said no, no, she's not dying. She just got her period. It hurts, <laughs> so she screams, she collapses. Period. And the line. waiter is just wine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 What was it? A PG thirteen movie or was it was no, PG thirteen? Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's no like way it was PG. But, no, <laughs> but I don't think no. it was an R. I don't think it was because there's R. some f bombs in it, right? Like couple, don't they drop a couple f. Just a couple. There? I think probably just enough for PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah, they're probably pushing. James Cameron's probably pushing the envelope on PG thirteen. Uh, it is rated R. No shit. P- wow. True Holy uh-huh. shit. Rated My- R. My dad took me to see that movie when I was fucking 14 years old. I would not have guessed old. it. But that yes, blows it is rated my fucking R. mind. He might not have known. <laughs> Uh, or he just yeah, maybe he'd like it a lot. Fuck, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. There are definitely some things where it's like, I want to see this real bad. And Henry, like, he'll like it. It's yeah. maybe like two years before maybe he should see like the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah, was like, eh, I don't know, but yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, no, that was probably yeah, that was probably accurate. <laughs> but yeah, with it being rated R, maybe with the movie being rated R, maybe that was part of it where it's like this is a the movie was for adults so obviously the game is for adults you know yeah. maybe it was one of those things that could be yeah but still it's it's crazy it's, it's crazy it's insane to me <laughs> it was more bloody than mortal Kombat, which mm-hmm. says everything you need to know about that um, Yeah, that is wild buy rent birthday is buy for me uh-huh. this is a buy i think this would have been a good buy then when it came out it would be good to have it in the library It'd be good to come back to with your passwords written down in a little notebook maybe okay i'm done right now but i'll be back i'll oh, be yeah. back uh, <laughs> is that an achievement use a password it is now <laughs> yeah over a summer it sounds like this would be a real fun game to have like this when, would when be you had that kind of time to throw at it. This would be incredibly fun. Obviously, it couldn't have been done at the time, but this would be fun. This would be a fun multiplayer game where co-op. it's like you're uh, co-op, yes, but you're on a or you're on a huge map, and it's like you're all in different places, and your paths may cross mm. at some time. <laughs> okay, like I think there could be some some fun stuff there. It's a birthday for me. I wouldn't have settled out to buy it, but if I got my birthday, I would have been good with it. Yeah. I would have been happy and I would have played it for a summer. Yeah. 
I would have rented it. I mean, this would have been a rental for me, and but it would have been one of those rentals where it's like, I might rent this a couple times, and on the second or third rental, if I, this might be a buy. You know what I mean? This might be a ask for this. So it's kind of on the it's on the cusp there. Okay. I think it's a good game. I I don't I I do wish that a few things had been a few things were different. But do we have any me. achievements? Oh, I do. Have a Go number, for it. Have a number of achievements. Um, <clears throat> I've spit on my monitor there. I guess I think that's what that is. Uh, okay, my first achievement is. Sorry, excuse me, sorry. And to get, sorry, excuse me, sorry, uh, kill civilians in the mall and have Tom Arnold come onto the screen and tell you your cover's been blown, you are a disgrace to the badge, and in the game with a nuclear explosion. <laughs> Harry's very polite throughout he the whole movie. He is very polite throughout <laughs> the whole movie. He's riding the horse through the hotel and like almost trampling people and saying, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> Uh, the whole time. Uh, he bumps into a police car with a Harrier jet. Sorry. Uh, he's Austrian a, he's a very nice guy. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, my next achievement is dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Uh, to get that achievement, you make it down the mountain using only the dive move without getting killed or firing a single shot. I did that one. Nice. Actually. Before I turned on invincibility, I did that. I made it all the way down without shooting at anything and not getting killed. Uh, my next achievement is, if Arnold can be invincible, then so can I. And uh, to get this achievement, you play the game with invincibility code, but you get hit by a subway train. When you die, when you get hit by a subway train while you've got invincibility mode turned on, Aziz, the main terrorist, comes on the bottom of the screen and said, it's a good thing you're a cheat, Harry. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow, that's awesome. So, yes, yeah, I cool. thought that was funny That's a really nice hell. touch. Uh, so, yeah, so you can still mm. die by the subway, but you don't actually lose a life. It just sets you back to where you were. But, yeah, Aziz comes on and says, it's a good thing you're a cheat, Harry. Wow. <laughs> so that's how you get that one. Um, you talking about <clears throat> your second achievement, you talking about going down the, the mountain? Yeah. Yeah, With this, this is with the gunman skiers right. and the snowmobiles it, and shit. It reminded me of something that I thought was cool, and that is um, that it, the game doesn't let you – it lets you go back up the hill if you want to, but you go really slow. So it's one of those that is neat. where it's like they thought about it. And they it's did. like you see that in the escalators at the mall, too, because you can go up the down yes. escalators, but it you know takes less. I'm glad you there. brought that up. I had forgotten effort, to mention that, too. Um, but they do take that into account. And moving down the hill, you move You're very, very quickly. very fast, yeah. yeah. So it's it's neat. And, and it's, it's physics. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a cool, like, it's one of those things where it's like they could have just not done that. Yeah, a little yeah. polish. Yeah. It, makes for, it makes all the difference. Yeah. Uh, my next achievement is um, get to the courtyard. <laughs> and to get get to the courtyard, you find the hidden passage in level one that gets you into the courtyard where you can find the flamethrower and the shotgun. Nice. Um, and that was my last achievement. I got to get this flamethrower. I got to try this flamethrower out. It doesn't last long enough, but it's fun. <laughs> I bet it is fun. It's like Contra fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, the guns <laughs> definitely give me Contra vibes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and how for they sure. feel. Uh, I have a couple achievements. Uh, the first of which is true lies, more like inconvenient truths. In order to unlock true lies, more like inconvenient truths, play a ROM hack of the game where the snowfield chase has no snow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next, <laughs> next good on you. That was a good one. Fuck, I should I say that loved one. It. <laughs> <laughs> loved it. I'm nah. done. <laughs> that's, that's all the achievements that's I got. That's all you need. <laughs> Tyler, do you have any? I've got three. Uh, my first one is don't be a loozy. Finish the first level with the Uzi. Nice. nice. The second one, Ian, the same as yours, but I called mine Dark Snowles. <laughs> Beat the snow level with only the forward roll. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then my last one is Freddie Mercury, and you unlock Freddie Mercury by catching your death uh, by going to a bathroom full of endless dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Oh. I thought my Nick Cage oh. one was bad. Roasted. Gotcha. 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 Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much do you think this game is? If you were to buy True Lies for the Super Nintendo, how much do you think you would pay for it? Used, obviously. Or maybe not, obviously. I'm going to say this one's probably kind of expensive. Uh, I'm going to go $32. 32 bucks from Ian? What do you think, Tyler? 40 Ooh. 40 bucks. I actually don't know the answer is because I haven't looked it up yet. So maybe I'll play too. Forty bucks. What do you think, John? Mm, I man, I feel like they would have probably made. I'm gonna say thirty-five. Thirty-five bucks. Yeah. Whew, this is. I tough, mean, this was man. a popular movie, so I figure. It was, yeah, probably made there are a lot of food. factors at play because it's yeah. you know the number of copies made. It's also a movie tie-in game, mm -hmm. uh, which gives it a little more press than a typical. It does, uh, man. I'm gonna God, man. I could see any of those being good. I will go. I would go twenty-five. Twenty-five bucks. Okay. Actual retail value of True Lies for the Super Nintendo used on average, according to PriceCharting.com, at, at the time, time of this, this recording, recording is $45.80. Tyler. Right. Yeah, you were Good right. Job. It is expensive. I figured. <laughs> Good job. Um, is it worth it? I think it might be worth it to a to an avid collector. <laughs> I think it might be worth it to a collector who who loves true lies. Yeah. I don't know that I, I mean that's 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 some good cash. That's some yeah. that's some decent you could buy you could spend that money on a modern game that yeah. would entertain you a lot more. Yeah. So yeah, I think for a collector, I could see someone paying for it. Or just someone who really loves like really loves Super Nintendo games. Right, you know, exactly. Like, uh, like, that's their fucking chosen type of yeah. game. Yeah. But, yeah. It's steep. It's even... It is some, steep, Sometimes yeah. when we record, I'm like, yeah, I'll buy that. Nah, yeah. No. <laughs> no I, I would if see If this were $30, 
Yep. Is that your I, cut? That's I, your cut off. Usually, when we do a show on an episode, and I look, if it's thirty bucks or under, I'm like, yeah, okay, I could justify that. <laughs> I could see thirty bucks being. A fair price for this. Now, yeah, I'd pay that's, 30 bucks for this. That's the average cost. That is true. I do, I do see some sales that like, went for maybe, 28 maybe 36 it. Maybe you can so, find it. Yeah, <laughs> I could possibly find it. Uh, what do you guys think Flopsy has to say about this game? What do you think the rarity looks like on this? What do you think? What kind of review do they think they gave it? How many stars? I'll go three stars. Three stars. And I'm going to call it uncommon. Okay. I, I concur on both points. That's that's exactly what I was thinking. Is I never stars. knew that this was a game until we yeah. got into the Mohawk and headphone jack. Right. And we were watching the SNES drunk. Man, it sounded like a really good game. made a comment about... Yeah, it was. It was amazing. It's way better oh, than I wish you could have been here for that one. Oh, yeah. I listened to it. <laughs> but he makes he makes a comment about true lies in that and I had no idea it was a game, so I immediately latched onto it, which is why I brought up let's play that one. I'm next. trying to remember when I found out about true <clears throat> lies, because it was a similar thing where I think I was I think I was streaming something and someone in chat said, You should check out true lies. Okay. And it was like what? And then I checked it. I checked it out, and it was like, oh, yeah, okay, wow. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised that the game exists. I was surprised that the game exists. Does that make sense? Like yes. now that I know it exists, it doesn't shock right. me at all. Right. But I never would have thought right. at random. So I, I'm going to say I think uncommon is. It may even be very I was uncommon. Like super into this movie at that time, and I don't remember ever seen yeah. a commercial or anything for this game because to be quite honest this would have been like i didn't own a super nintendo but i had a cousin who had a super nintendo and i'd be like hey you should buy this yeah <laughs> you know? or i must spend yeah. the night this weekend let's rent True yeah Lives. let's rent this yeah. <laughs> I tyler shit. i know they always go a little high so i'm gonna say three and a half stars and it was you know knowing it's forty dollars Came out a little later in the SNES's lifespan. Yeah, uh, I feel like your common games are going to be your mascot platformers and your sports sure. games. Uh, so, I mean, initial thing was uncommon, but at that price, and it is like for an R-rated move, you know, an R-rated movie, a little later in the lifespan, game. T-rated game. T-rated, I'm going to say very uncommon. Okay. I, I agree that it's very possible. Three and a half stars, very uncommon. Yep. I'm sticking with my uncommon, but I, I believe yeah. it could easily be very uncommon. I'm having a hard time because it's like, is the game as expensive as it is because it's because of its rarity, or people want to hold on to it, or people yeah. want to hold on to it? Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, ugh, that gets that gets really rough. I I think very uncommon is is likely it is it is ljn though i'm trying to remember what terminator was like maybe it's you a new are? it's pretty uncommon yeah what the what the rarity was on terminator oh, okay. I, could, I, I thought you meant like oh the game the itself game itself garbage yes <laughs> yes it was uh i'll go uncommon i also agree they're probably going to give it Pretty good review, but I'll stick with three stars on. Right, so that. We got three of us saying three stars uncommon, and Tyler is three and a half and very uncommon. 
All right. Well, you said back. very uncommon. Okay. No, I went no, back okay, and forth on it. I, I landed on uncommon. Although uh, I, I think Tyler brings up some really good, very valid yeah, points. Go either way. For sure. I didn't save a bookmark on this one this time. So <laughs> just flipping through casually. It's all right. Oh, I didn't know that was a game. Hmm. <laughs> Toy Story. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah. I own that one. We could yeah, play that at the same game. time we play toys. Toys, though, yes. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Hey, John, go back for toys? Go to toys next week? No. Uh, John, I've never movie. watched the movie that Toys. Movie. So, and, I, and, I don't think, and I don't think I'm gonna. Yeah, let's watch it together. Oh, oh my lord. I can't. It's on like <laughs> Showtime or something right now. We were oh. scrolling through the channels yesterday, and that shit was on. And I was like, oh, please tell me. She was flipping, and I was like, please tell me you're not going to watch that. She's like, oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen it once, and that was enough. <laughs> Hated that fucking movie. Yeah, I really hate it. We're going to have to play that game, I though. Really Man, I remember the, the box art. Like, I remember seeing it mm -hmm. in the video rental store so many times. Yeah, yeah. And always thinking, like, maybe it. Maybe that's an all right movie. Yeah, we, we all never fell for we that. never rented it. Though. Oh, we did. Like Good. we never rented. Because <laughs> I wanted to. Oh, Same. I'm sorry, girl. Ooh, and I hung on. My parents doped the fuck out, but I hung on, and I was like, Ooh, I hate this movie. What is, what is what is life? What is my life? <laughs> Don't name a movie toys. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's about toys. <laughs> you know, there's a movie that Richard Pryor is in called The Toy. And it was entertaining and fun for its time. <laughs> it had more to do with toys than the movie called Toys. <laughs> I hated that fucking movie. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, no, Dave. No worries. According to Flopsy, a.k.a. the ultimate Nintendo guide to the SNES library, 1991 through 1998, by Pat Contry, courtesy of Monster Mold Mike, and the and Shadowy Vanna. the Vanna thing. You never do the Vanna thing. I've been watching a lot of Wheel of Fortune recently. That was nice. Yeah. I really truly have. This is entertaining. It's great. I love what you have. I watch Wheel of Fortune all the time. Did you see that lady yesterday? I didn't watch it Oh, my God. This lady, like, she... Something okay. happened on Wheel of Fortune yesterday. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to bookmark this. I got to talk to you guys about this episode of Wheel of Fortune I saw yesterday. Now, it gets a little fuzzy because I don't watch it with the sound. So uh, it's, it's one of those things where it's like... What? It's one of those things where it's like, I can't remember what happens when they, when they spin on the wheel and they pull one of the prizes off of the wheel. Yeah, Do they the little keep that wedge. no matter what? Unless they hit bankrupt, they keep that in front of them on the little platform. But do they okay. take it home? So, oh, yes, they do get to keep that. I watched a woman. I knew someone that was on Wheel of Fortune. She got to keep her oh, wedges. That's wow, that's awesome. What? Yeah, she, wow. she won prizes and got to keep her wedges. Uh, that's off there. Yeah, that's cool. Anyway, sorry. Go it's ahead. cool that you knew somebody who was on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. yeah she, was a, she was my um, uh, guidance. She was my, what are they, in college, the person that helps decide your... Guidance counselor. Is it a guidance counselor? Yeah. She was my guidance counselor at, at Murray State. 
uh, huh. advisor. Yeah, oh, advisor. Yeah. Thank you. In college, yeah. It's I went to I went to her office to talk to her, and she had her fucking wedges in frames on the wall. Oh, I'm like, man, that's are those awesome, Wheel of Fortune dude. wedges? And oh, she's like, yeah, man. right on either side of a Holy picture shit, of her at, on the show. of her with Pat Sajak. <laughs> you know, they take your picture and you get yeah. The, and it was oh, a, that's fucking. And I was wild, like, you were bro. on Wheel of Fortune. She's like, yeah, I won like fifteen hundred dollars in a trip to Hawaii or something, and she got we the got pictures of Sean Evans. <laughs> Barely. And a hundred dollars. I bought Super Metroid with that. It's a good investment. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Dave. Go ahead. I've watched this woman spin the wheel, and she got like three wedges. And also, there's this new thing, new to me. I haven't watched Wheel of Fortune in a while. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back. Getting to back it. in it. Yeah. Getting ready for the Ryan Seacrest entrance. Yes. yes. There's this wedge that has it's actually in thirds and it has bankrupt yep. one million of ten thousand. This said I mean maybe Oh it's, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's the million one dollar million? wedge. It was green. I, I know. That's fortune. why I was like, what? I know the rule. God There's damn. a rule. Can I you want yes, me to explain please, it? Please please do okay. but uh, but on the other the other third of that wedge is bankrupt. Right. So it's really, so it's really hard. It's a really bankrupt. It's a really one thin third. strip. Yes. Okay. One million. What are the rules on that? The way this works is if you land on the million dollar wedge and you don't hit either one of those bankrupts, there's a million dollar on the back. Right. Yes. If you hit that, you get to keep you you take that wedge and you hold on to it. The criteria are number one. You cannot hit a bankrupt for the rest of the game. For the rest of the game, okay, or you lose it. The game or the, the round game. You cannot. If you get a bankrupt at any point for the rest of the game, you lose that million dollar wedge. You no longer can. The Shit. second piece of criteria is you have to win the first round. You have to win the the game proper. Okay. Oh. With the most money, that does not count for money at all. It's just a your your yeah. your ticket into the possibility of winning a million bucks. Okay, right. so you win the game. Then in the third round, the hundred thousand dollar wedge is uh, the cards and the wheel, the little wheel at the end that yes. he spins to right. see what you're going to win if you get it right. Right. It, the hundred thousand dollar card is replaced with a million dollar card. Right. Okay. That you don't know where it's at. They spin oh. the wheel, and if you land on it and then solve the final puzzle, Holy shit. you win a million dollars. It has been done okay. on that It show. has been done? There have been, if I remember right, there have been two $1 million winners on the Wheel of Fortune since they started. You know what the fucking that. odds of that shit have to be? Never tell me the odds. <laughs> <laughs> well, that... Kind yeah, of, it's, 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 it's very hard. Asteroid field. <laughs> it's very hard, and that, but they make it hard because it's a million it's fucking a million. dollars. Yeah, but yeah, it's it a lot of money. Be, it can be done, God but that's damn. how that works. Okay, well, that I'm glad you cleared that up because I was confused because I swear to you, this woman, she got on the one million strip. And just she was just stone faced, and I was like, oh, "Are you not happy? I don't understand." And I'm like, "Ah." And I was like, "There's no way she won a million dollars because like Not right they there, didn't no. put million yeah. dollars on the screen, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So like they're talking and like they're showing the cards. Yeah. It says a million. That's then, just a, that's just a okay, the that's, first step towards that's winning. The, the that's, worst that's the worst wheel precursor. Yeah, this is the worst wheel of fortune story because I also she won that she won the game. She did not hit bankrupt. At the end of the game, I saw Pat Sajak pull a card." 
and it said $1 million on it. But this is where it's the worst Wheel of Fortune story. I don't know if she won or not. She did not win. Okay. <laughs> you would have known if she won because they like that fucking place oh, okay. up. Then, yeah, she did win. What he does do, though, is when the million-dollar card is in play in the bonus round, whatever happens, he will go and pull it just to prove that it was, in that fact, was. on Oh, million. okay, that's probably what that's probably He what was happened. just showing, oh, was this showing is where the million dollars... They want, Schrodinger's million dollars. Like, if Wheel of Fortune is nothing else, <laughs> they are like completely above board. They make sure that everything is done yeah. so there's no question about whether or not the contestant had the shot at it. So every, right. if the million dollar wedge is in play on the final spin of the little wheel... Yeah. He will show where it was. They want you to know that, however unlikely, right, the possibility did exist. Right. I want to know more about the. I have a few more questions about the wedges, and then we'll see what Flopsy said. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And I'm your I'm your Huckleberry. I know yeah, some I wheels. Know, this right. I this guy. On this moment. I know so, guns. This guy knows yeah. fucking wheel of fortune. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, I know. <laughs> if that that this is the fucking wheel of fortune rules lawyer over All right, here. Top twenty game shows draft. <laughs> Part two. This guy's got a fucking doctorate in wheel of fortune. So the wedges. I would be so bad if I went on that show. Like I would this, lose so hard. This lady. This is about knowing it, man. The she show. got out with about thirty-five thousand bucks, I think. Which I feel sure. like that's is a, a good, lot of that's money. That's a good haul. Real. That's, that's a, a good take. haul. The wedges. So if you land on like a trip to Hawaii and you get to pull it off the wheel, do you get that no matter what, or do you also have to win that round? You have to win that round. Okay. Okay. So, it, but they do count that towards your cash total for the round. Okay. So, if the trip to Hawaii and they get more expensive every season, but if the trip to Hawaii is worth nine thousand dollars, that counts as if you had spun a nine thousand dollar wedge, for okay. example. So, yeah, that counts towards your total. They don't put it on the little digital placard, though, do they? They do. They do. I just and, haven't paid attention. And okay. they <laughs> and they count that at the end for, you know, the, 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 the object of the game is to be the one with the most money yeah. at the end of the first round. That explains how she had so game. much, because this lady hit like, I mean, it was like four wedges. Yeah, I mean, and she, if you win yeah, those, yeah, and see, there's, they always have she one. car? Do they do the cars? I saw a, sometimes. I saw a guy yeah. win a Mini Cooper the other day. Yeah, they'll so, have yeah. a car out there usually every, every time as one of the cards on the little wheel. Yeah. Oh, okay. But with regards to like the trips, okay. So like every every episode has what's called a prize puzzle, and like so in addition to the cash that you've spent, so you could really rack it up because like you know by that point in the game there's a five thousand dollar wedge on the on the wheel, and you know when you spin a consonant, if yeah. there's like five T's <clears throat> and you call a T and you're on the $5,000 wedge, that's 25, 25 grand bucks. just on one I'm letter. Sure. Yeah. I've seen people spend the 5,000 over and over and, and they, they, they're up to like 60 grand for one puzzle and they win. Right. But the other strategy here is if it's a prize puzzle, the prize puzzle, it's always a vacation just for solving the puzzle. If you have $1,000 on your, if you know the answer, you solve because the prize is going to be a trip, which is going to be worth a lot of money, which goes towards your grand total. So you'll see people that'll have like, you know, 15 fucking blank letters up and they'll spend a thousand dollars and they'll be like, I'd like to solve. Well, they're doing that 
because they know because they know work. the prize yeah. to the vacation is okay. going to be expensive and it's going to go towards their grand total. And a lot of times, if whoever gets the prize puzzle usually ends up winning the first part of the show because it's always a big number. So, so, it's good so to know. the total. <laughs> sorry, man. I know you'd think I'd never fucking watched this show before. It changes the grand total. Is that what determines who wins the fucking show? The first that, like part that? of the show. Okay, just the Between first the part Between the three contestants. Okay. After, if you win... That's what I'm trying to figure if out. If you spin, the, if you the solve a puzzle, whoever solves the puzzle wins that round. And there are Regardless three of rounds, how much money they have. Right. So, yeah. Well, there are they'll do as many rounds as they can get in before time runs out to where they got to get to the last part of the show. Okay. So usually it's between five to six rounds, depending on okay. how quickly they solve the puzzle. If they've got time, they'll do another yada, yada, yada. But the... Holy fuck. Anyway. <laughs> we all simultaneously looked at the time. Sorry. Anyway, yes. If you If you win the round, you get to keep that money... Okay. You leave with that money, but whoever has the most at the end of the first part of the show goes to the bonus round. Okay, I let's get I on with it because it Flopsy. is late. I, I did not, re- did not I had realize no how late I had it was. No I'm idea. so sorry. It started like an hour later than normal. Yeah, right? yeah. shit. <laughs> According to Flopsy, you know the one. Uh, True Lies, three stars. Availability, uncommon. Got it in one. <laughs> um, All right. It was. So this came out in ninety five. Yes. Yeah, ninety five. Now this says the NES library ninety one to ninety eight. Hmm. Ninety eight. So, That's hmm. like they were still making games for this fucking thing in nineteen ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of games. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't think so. There were. They some. exist. When did the a lot of them? You're like, why didn't I just buy a PlayStation? Was it yeah, the when last did the PlayStation game they did? Come out? Was like a Wario like, game, right? The heyday mm. was like basically through '96. Yeah, then, really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know the exact year the PlayStation came out, but it was, I think, like '90. I mean, shit, it was out when I was a sophomore in high school. But say I got mine in and the seventh grade for Final Fantasy VII, and that was '97. '97. Okay. But I'm sure it came out before then. That was just when I found out about it. Yeah, because I was just a dumb kid. Um, okay, you guys want to find out what we're going to play next? Do you want to yes. spin the yes. wheel? Grab those better up peripheral wanted crazy kids that say the prayer we all have to say. Let me stop. Four, six, four. Do you like that? Robot like I always read it like a robot. Yeah. Final Fantasy six. Close. All right. Final fight. Revolution 10 or X. Okay. (laughs) 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 Which you've already done. We can do it again if you guys want. Well, we don't have, I don't want to do the light gun thing. Okay. Wait, Revolution X is a game you've done, right? It is. It's in the Aerosmith. Yeah. Oh, I remember. The game, the the cannon gun. So you're going to roll again, right? I mean, yeah. We'll roll again. Stop. Two, three, three. Um, D's. H. H's. H's. Have we done it? H games. We have not done it. Out there. Oh, this is it. It could potentially be the name of a Sonic the Hedgehog level. 
hot zone. Close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi- Hyper zone. Hyper zone. You got it. <laughs> Hyper zone. Hyper zone. Never heard of it. Okay. I mean that. Yeah, it's probably really it's a good. 90s it's carnival ride. It's going to be super it's, it's good. Got it. Does it have a generic name? Yes, it does. Is it the Super Nintendo? <laughs> yes, it is. I don't know. Could be good. We should check it out. Hyperzone. <laughs> that's like every every sleepover had one boy. That's like I don't know. Hyperzone. <laughs> have you ever played it? No. Well, then how do you know you don't like it? Hyperzone. My mom always says, that if is... I don't try it, I can't say I don't like it. <laughs> Where do we even rent it? That's some 90s sounding shit. Like, there's going to be a lot of pink triangles and fucking, hmm. like, like, the little like green sweaters, sequel to Mohawk and Headphone Jack. <laughs> Dare I peek into no, don't, Flopsy? Don't do it. Don't do it. See if there are Let's pink just, triangles in it? Just raw dog it, babe. All right, man. Yeah, Sounds great be a lot to of me. grid backgrounds with pink triangles. <laughs> yeah. You never know. It might be surprising. Could be. Tyler. Yes, Dave. Had a lot of fun talking about Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Finally learning the rules after all these years. I know. Me too. Me too. But before we close it out, I have two important questions for you. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. If you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would give it the uh, the blue collar workers beard of one Tim Curry in the fifth season of Roseanne, because just like this game being fun, you're surprised it's there. Okay, I like that. Very thoughtful, and I like the Tom Arnold Roseanne kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, it's it's not the, nice. the parallels. It's just like yeah. Interstellar. It just goes so deep, <laughs> you can't even follow yeah. it. I see Tom Arnold pull that book off the bookshelf, and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, Tyler, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you were to give this game a pair of glasses, sums up how you feel about it. (laughs) What kind of glasses would you give it? Uh, The glasses of every uh, ugly swan girl in every teen rom com who takes off her glasses and suddenly she's beautiful, Uh just like Jamie Lee Curtis is just like the sad housewife, and then suddenly she's hot as stripper. Hey, yeah, so yeah, I mean, she does go from wearing some really frumpy shit to like that little black dress, and it's like that, that, that she ripped, a lot to do that with she it. rips off and creates before she goes into the room. But you know yes. who saw through all of that? Her true beauty, Harry. Or no, Bill no, Paxton. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck, what I can spot a 10-year-old boy's ass through any kind of fucking clothes. Give me that 10-year-old boy buttermilk ass. <laughs> you want to go to Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> oh, boy. Stop. Move on. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, Yeah. <clears throat> there, but you know we're running super late, so uh, Patreon. How about that? How about some of that? Patreon.com slash tadpog or pisstasters.com to get you right where you need to be if you want to donate money to the show. Uh, for as little as a dollar, you've got access to all of our just immense interstellar-sized library of bonus content. I paused for effect just then. I don't know if you caught that. Um, we do have some executive producers, and these are the fine people that donate $20 or more to the show every single month just because we exist and we love you for it. So 
I'm going to show that love by reading your names right now, starting with Usurper Grimm, Cousin David Galino, Galino, excuse me, uh, Plinko Nick Price, Cubicle Monkey, Cthusius Jeff Myers, Master Cycle Baron Kevin Link, Joseph Phillips, Game Bug Prime, Nathan Eaton, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, Louisville Correspondent, Princess Consuela, Banana Hammock, Flavor Trick, Karen Dahl. Congratulations on your marriage and for having the longest title ever. Uh, Pinball Airplane Archmage Chris Edler. We're sorry you couldn't be on this episode. Platinum member Brett Miller. Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins. Nate from Utah. First time caller. Drinksmith Joey Webster. Dig Dougie. Derek Pope Sandwich and Cody Phillips. Thank you all so much for your wonderful generosity. Yes. Uh, We are... Just thrilled that you would do this for us, and, and uh, surprised, frankly thing, shocked, frankly kind of just <laughs> almost, almost a little, worried, a little yeah, a little worried. <laughs> but hey, it's cool. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, you hey, do it you. works out great for us. Yeah, we're I mean, not going to argue. We're not yeah. going to get. We're not giving the money back. So just that's all there is to it. Yeah, we could. We can. We can. Spin it's it all literally been Wheel spent of Fortune video games. on Wheel of Fortune <laughs> and um, horse track. Family. Anyway. Models uh, for all his piss. Thanks as always to our uh, backlog banisher Dane, who gives up his time each and every single week to put our show on YouTube. That's a huge thing, and we really appreciate you doing it. Yes, thank you. Uh, if you want to get in on a conversation, talk to us, um, tell us all your intimate secrets. You can do so at. You're safe there. Bit.ly/slash Tadpog Discord. Uh, we get you in can there, trust and these talk people. about a lot of stuff. John is absolutely not on the Tadpog Discord. John. Um, he comes on the show all the time. He still has never come on the Discord. John, what if we start a Tadpog Slack? You in? Slack? <laughs> How about yeah. a Slack or maybe a Teams? Would you like a Teams, teams? Okay, Tadpog well, Discord teams or Teams with. Discord channel? No, I don't, a Tadpog no, Zoom I, invite? I <laughs> <laughs> well, if, I interesting you, if I Skype you, would you get Zoom in on the conversation? Uh, but you can do that at, at bit. Skype's dot, still a thing? Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, barely. <laughs> Bit.ly slash Tadpog Discord. Spread the word. Let people know about the show. I got one more thing to say. Uh, the shirts have finally been shipped. They're coming in left and right. We're getting pictures on the Discord of everybody in their brand new spanking shirts. We want to thank everyone again for participating in that. And also thanking thanks go out to BossBattles.gg and Choctopus for doing the whole thing and making that happen. Uh, we got our shirts today. Uh, they're cool. They're really cool. Uh, we still got a couple of extras in their store, uh, bossbattles.gg slash Tadpog. If you want one, now's the time to get one because they're probably going to get sold out pretty quick. And Tyler's wearing one right now, I and it is, a, it is a fucking sweet shirt. And I'm, I like that, Ian, you said, you didn't say brand spanking new shirt. You said <clears throat> brand new spanking shirt. So it's exclusively for you to spank it in. <laughs> you wow. Duck. I, I'm totally meant to do that, too. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're giving off a lot of masculine sexual energy right spanker, now. Spanker, <laughs> spanker, spanker, <laughs> it, it, it fits you perfectly. It does. It does. Extra large. It's an it's, I was, I was, fit. I told... I told Choctopus, I was like, man, I'm. you said it was good, and I'm like, it's a really good, it is a nice shirt. It's like, quality. It beats the fuck out of our Amazon shirts. <laughs> our Amazon shirts feel like um, canvas compared hey, to the softness But of they these. arrive smelling like vinegar. <laughs> they got that going for them. Smelling this shirt nice. here. Nope, smells like a shirt. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, our, 
our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive. We'll do that track from the show at the Hey guys, I'll close it out. As Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger or Tom Arnold, whatever. Some your a character. Arnold. Your favorite Arnold. Your yeah, favorite your Arnold. Favorite. <laughs> okay. So until next time. Capricorn. What were you? That was Tom Arnold when he gets shot at. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What is he? I was trying to remember the line. What does he say to um, Bill Paxton when they're done torturing him at the at the dam? Is it? He says something like, uh, "Get lost, dickweed," or yeah, something, something like, shoots like, at the ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he's like, <laughs> "Get lost, dipshit." <laughs> He just shoots his, just doesn't yeah. even look. Yeah. Just to fuck with him, man. <laughs> to get him to run off. Oh, that was fun. Keep going. Well, what? What I mean, scene was what it? What scene was it? The, at the very beginning, I think it's at the very beginning. It's been a long time. The, the guy goes in. Yeah, go, bud. Yeah, man. So, we'll see you. See you, man. Thank you. <laughs> you look amazing in that the, shirt, by the you way. You well, really I'll uh, I'll lock up and get the lights off. Okay, thank you. Uh, the scene where the guy goes in and he's filming. Uh, and he's yeah, got the and gun the low the battery. Camera. Yeah, he's got the gun in the camera. Oh, and he fucking pulls the camera. Or he pulls oh, the gun out yeah, yeah. Pop, 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 pop. Like, he drops those two guys. And I love it because he... You you know he's like the younger dude on right. the team, like he's the new guy or whatever, and he kind of stops and is just like, "Holy shit, I just did that!" Yeah, you it's know, real. Like, it's it's this, really believable. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. This, like, look of disbelief on his face, like "Holy shit, that just happened!" You know? <laughs> and I fucking love that because you never see that kind of shit in thought, like a '90s action movie. I thought you were gonna talk about this part where he was filming. The the Crimson Jihad's like, oh, and he's like, and the Crimson Jihad will rain fire on one American city. And the guy just puts the, he's sweating. Yeah. And the guy just puts the camera down. And he's like, the guy's like, what the fuck? And he goes, battery Izzy's. <laughs> and he just walks up to him and he goes, get another one, you moron. He's like, he starts to walk away, turns to us, I think I have one in the truck. Go! <laughs> such Man, a good I've, fucking movie. I've got to fucking watch that movie again. They, Y'all have made me want to watch that movie. I would watch they, it again real today. Bad. They I do love a it. good job, too, of, like, all the shit that uh, happens, all, like, the, the oozy steps and shit that's yeah. going on is covered up by them firing the guns into the air. Yeah. Which is like, oh, that was that was cool. I mean, that's a nice like they thought yeah. about it. They thought well, about like, well, why didn't they just hear that shit and then they'll come yeah. over and see what was going on? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like for all its comedic relief, it does maintain a a level of believability. You know, like I mean, it's it. They do a good job of like skating that line, and you know when they mean to do it, and you know when they're when they're doing exactly. it for funsies. Yeah. See, I recorded that whole thing. I recorded all that. So that your your comments about that movie, about uh, that scene, are the stinger. Are the stinger. <laughs> you just gave us a stinger, it's buddy. Win win. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Did not know shit about the game, and to give you a stinger. Win. <laughs>